Welcome back to Check, Please, the D&D podcast. Last time, the party determined the orcs were being ordered by a being named Glarv, and they were headed toward the fort to destroy it. The heroes then rushed back to warn the defenders and to assist with defense preparations. Soon after they began their journey home, they found a lone traveler who was being pursued by a vampire. Upon assisting this girl, they learned of her name, Karis, and that she wanted to get to the academy in Hartenship. The group was then attacked by forces of the undead, and they realized this girl may be an important piece of their enemy's plans. All right, so we're back on the road. We mm-hmm. can continue talking if need be, but we are headed towards Hartenshin. Right, right. So is there anything you wanted to ask about or talk about? Marcus is not is feeling rather uneasy about having, not necessarily about the having an up puppet, but just the way, just how casually they just uh, treated it. It's just, you know what I mean? We use them all the time in the order. Yeah, hitting close to home. I'm not sure why. As, what's, what do you mean? Marcus, maybe you should tell her. Uh, tell me what? I explained to her essentially my story thus far, how uh, I've been told I fit my, I'm missing a soul, all that kind of stuff, and that, we're in our travels, we're trying to figure out what's my deal. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> uh, I tell you what, uh, can, she, uh, can you scan for somebody's soul? <laughs> I would need to prepare different spells, but right. yeah. I'll tell you what. Unless in, you can do it. Uh, no? Okay. Uh, it's I can't. I, I'd, have to prepare, I'd have to prepare new spells. Okay. When we get to town, maybe... And get food in our bellies and fully rested. Yeah. You might have knowledge that might be very useful. Or that may help fill in some gaps. Because we're trying to figure out what I am. Because apparently I'm not who I think I am. And who you think you are is Marcus, the <laughs> the bane, bane, of... <laughs> bane, bane of bane of the undead. Um, you're... You sure are, Marcus. <laughs> I think you're a halfling, but I'm... I'm not been on the surface for a long time, so. Surface. So, it's... were you underground with like Drow or something? No, no. <laughs> No, no, yeah, there are things not not in Holy City. Um, yeah, I, I w- it wasn't with Drow. It was the Order. They they had a well, the part of the cult that I was staying in was underneath the Holy City. That was Master Warren's lair. He hmm. um, made sure that all the novices weren't allowed on the surface. It was um, it was how they made sure we d- didn't escape. We weren't trusted enough. I managed to earn enough trust to be promoted and as soon as I became an acolyte I was allowed on the surface again and I got away well it sounds like a good thing you got away and found us yeah yes it, that's that is correct we'll try to take care of you where we can okay I don't want those folks getting you neither do I um, but I don't think they're going to give up well maybe we'll make them she smiles. That would be very nice. Yeah, it would. It would be good. <laughs> it would be good to have a, a bit of freedom again. Is this order a village organization, or is it dangerous of that? Oh no! It's in the holy city. Warren's lairs in the holy city, but yes. As far as I know, the other masters they're spread across all over. Really, 
There's Let's Master see. Barnabas, Master Zegrith, Master Deirdre, and Falstaff. The Archmaster Falstaff is the leader of the order. He actually has the Black Tome. The other masters are allowed to read it, but only he is allowed to have it. It was made by Owen. It has a lot of very powerful rituals in it. Mm. She she starts to talk about some of them in, in like in depth. She like launches into like meta magic discussion about meta magic and necromancy, and she keeps talking about it until someone interrupts her. How close are we to the city? It's been like thirty minutes. God damn it! Okay. Um, so Soul was, like, really endeared towards the whole, like, concept of freedom thing. So they're just kind of listening, to be honest. They're very curious about everything. So I guess we're just letting her talk. Yeah, I was surprised. No one's no one's going to stop her? I mean, okay. No, I, I mean, think I mean, we're, really cool. we're going still. Yeah, I, me and Vera are mostly leading the cart anyways. We, at a it, very fast pace. Yeah, we've at and, least got it to a good jaunt. Well, I'm uh, trying to figure out, like... I know that stop her in what sense? Stop her from talking? Well, yeah. like, if you talk to her, she'll stop whatever she's talking about. Yeah, because she, she just, she was starting to tell you about one thing, and then she started talking about necromancy, and now that's all she's talking about. She Soul's well, actually she, very fascinated by this, because she, they want to know more. She kind of got off on a tangent, and she's not going to stop, because she doesn't realize she's on a tangent. No, Marcus is, would not be happy with about talking about necromancy, because, you know... Oh, come on, Monica. No. Yeah. Kill Joy. <laughs> How are we going to find yeah, out what your thing is? Not, we gotta is find not, a dragon. Yeah. Marcus well, is not as, as aligned to life and Eden. Necromancy isn't what Eden's about. So, uh, I, isn't I necromancy kind of like, like... I changed the subject of talk, talking to them about before. Oh. Okay, so you, you interrupt them. What did you want to talk about instead? Talk about... So, what kind of food do you like? I wouldn't ask her what food she likes, because I don't know how much food she's actually eaten in her life. Well, I did eat a lot of rat. There was a lot of that underground. Yeah, you're not going to eat that. She nods. Mm Mm-hmm. That's where Master Warren's lair was. Still is. I shouldn't use the past tense. Oh, it could be. That would be nice. It that would be something we need to... Uh, pretty big load off my off. shoulders. Would I know if necromancy is banned? I mean, it's not... Ta- I mean, it, it, yeah, it's not considered uh, acceptable magic. Who would be in control of the, uh, of the of the holy city? Well, it's part of the nation of Vil, so... The tell, Kaiser? Like, I, we need to tell, like, who's ever in charge of that. that so, we, Siva. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> She's oh, really in charge. We need okay. to tell the uh, Master of Arms of the city... Needs to end. Oh, jeez. Person, true. person there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as you're discussing this, we uh, we are. Yes. If I see that, I'm making the horses Shoot him. run through yeah. it. Okay, we're running what through. What? Yep. We're okay. Running through what? What's going on? <laughs> uh, on the, the road in front of the party is uh, the apparition of Warren again. He's, uh, he's tired of your again. shit, Warren. Um, he says, "Last chance. Give her up or die." Okay, so, so this we're, is we're, we're running. We're running through. Like, yeah, we're running through. <laughs> cool. Like, right. we, as may soon not, as we saw him, we were. That like, may not work. We, we well, were sprinting. Okay. All right. We're not. They're skeletons and, and ghouls. They um. Um. Does anyone know how to deal with vampires? A horse to the face. A horse to the face. <laughs> oh my god! I'm so tired of this bitch. 
I'm gonna come to your little place and I'm gonna fucking fuck you up, bitch. I'm sorry. You hear that, Warren? I'm gonna screw you over so hard. Thralls, kill them all. Bring me the girl. So tired of people. Alright, so the vampire spawn get initiative first. Oh, hell. Shouldn't Marcus be in the cart currently? Yeah, I'm in the cart. Oh, you're in the cart? Yeah. Me me and Vera are on the outside of the cart. Alright, so we'll put you there and there. Vampire spawn moves forward, and it's going to attack Soul. Okay. It's a miss. Second vampire spawn's gonna move up. And third vampire spawn's gonna move up. There. Skeleton. Alright, Karis is gonna be like, defend us. It's going to hop out of the cart, go over here, and make a swing at Vampire Spawn. That is going to... Does it have, does it have to make a dexterity <laughs> check? No. Okay. Vera, you're up. Let's see. Oh, I guess I'll... Because I'm still just sitting because we're going through and stuff. I guess mm-hmm. I'll... No, I don't think that's happening. What? No? No, I don't think so. I The horses aren't war horses. Okay. <laughs> well, no one said that they stopped or anything, so... Beardy said it wasn't a good idea. Yeah, recharging to him is just gonna get you torn to shreds. You don't want to. You don't want to do that. They'll just get right. to, they'll just uh, get attacked or routine against all of you, and it would be, it'd be nasty. I will uh, be very one-sided. Second familiar and put it on the uh, two ghouls. All right, D six, two damage. Two. Okay, Marcus. You know what? Let's I go, do. my boy. You know Let's what? Let's go, doing. my boy. You gonna channel yes. target? Yes. Uh, target all the vampires, not the want- skeletons. Okay, do you, you want to move, move forward, I think. Do you want to move forward? You can hit all the vampires from but do you want to move forward enough to hit the ghouls as well? I don't want to get out of the cart. Okay. Because vampires are swoopy. Okay, fair enough. In that case, I will roll this for you. Channel to damage the undead. Boom. Saving throws. Boom. Damage. Boom. All right. You deal two damage to vampire one, five damage to spawn three, two damage to spawn two. Cool. So, two, five, and two. Good. Cool. Not as good as the other one, but hopefully we can get through another round with no injury. Ghoul moves up, Ghoul bites the skeleton, hits it, and deals five damage, destroying the skeleton. Damn. Tits. Alright. Ghoul 2 moves up, attacks Vera. That's a miss. Levette, you've got three vampire spawns and two, two ghouls attacking the party currently. I should be in the cart, correct? Uh, where Did you want to be in the cart? Well, I mean, it'd be more advantageous for me not to be, but it seems like I was. Alright, it's up to you. Alright. Can vampires be killed by snowballs? <laughs> uh, no, and also I think I need to pop another magic fang on Archibald, so I think I'm going to do that. I don't know how, it's been like, although it's been like 30 minutes, right? Yeah, no, he still has it. Oh, okay, then it's I will. An, it's an hour per level, right? Yeah, I think so. I was about to check. Well, then I will use another level one spell to give him mage armor. Okay. And I'll draw my crossbow, but I'm not going to leave the back of the cart. I'm just going to, like, peek around the corner. Okay. Mage armor has been applied to Archibald. Alright, Sol, you're up. Trick. Alright. Uh, what's better to kill first, a vampire or a ghoul? I mean, the vampires are weaker right now, because... I would take the vampire over the ghoul, because they probably are a little... They're, they're a little more powerful. I would aim for the one that hit five on... Which one has the most damage on it? The one that's taken the most damage so far is Vampire Spawn 3. It's the one all the way in the Gotcha. Alright, I'm gonna move down past Vera. Okay. Oh, but I, I gotta I gotta do Inspire Courage. Okay. So, Sol is just so done with this situation. <laughs> just like, fucking leave us alone! Ah! 
I'm going to attack Vampire Spawn 3 with a 17. That is a miss. Ah, Cracker Jacks. Karis is going to step out of the cart, five foot step, and basically say to the Apparition of Warren that uh, it's over. I'm not part of your property anymore. I'm not a part of your system. And she's going to cast an ability here. Okay. She gives the machine, Karis. Well, that's fun. Okay. Vampire Spawn 1 suddenly looks confused. All right. You're up. Hummel. Uh, let's see. What just like, can Hummel just go into four? Like, uh, I don't just know. A she straight took piece? Like, the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> right? Karis really fucked uh, that one up for you. Yeah, I'm going to put it in the four, I guess. All right. All right. Okay, roll a d6. You got it. <laughs> all right. So the damage does not affect the vampires at all, but it will hit the ghouls. Okay. Two more damage to each. All right, there you go. Okay, Archie. All right. There's a lot going on on that side. Oh, but there's Hummel over there. He'll go help out Hummel. Stand okay. next to this one. Punch it. <laughs> punch it real good. Punch Hard. it, Archie. All right. Give it a punch. A punch on that scrunch. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Oh, 25. 25 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage. Boom. Nice. That's an 8. Now, one thing you notice is the damage is much less than it should otherwise be. It's, it appears to be resisting the damage you're dealing. Like, you're not... Is mm. it... Well, is it, it... The attacks are magical because of Magic Fang. Does that change that resistance? It is... The only reason you're doing any damage. Yes. Okay. But yeah, for some reason it, it is partially resisting your damage. You're not you're not using the correct damage type to hurt it. But you deal three damage to the vampire spawn. What are vampires weak against? Uh, Garlic. Knowledge, <laughs> religion, please. Okay. These are vampires spawn anyway. Otherwise, they wouldn't even be out here. That was a twenty-two. Twenty-two. You know that vampires and their thrall, the vampires and their spawn, are um, weak to magic weapons. But they also have to be silver, and they're also oh. uh, holy water, sunlight, things like that. But the okay. vamp- vampire spawn are less affected by sunlight. It's the daytime, right? <laughs> yeah, it's daytime. Yeah. Okay. They're less affected by sunlight than uh, than true vampires. So they're they're okay. taking penalties for being out here. But not much. I'm guessing none of us have silver to hit them with. I have light. Uh, stand by. <laughs> you grab a handful of silver coins and throw them at them. Yes! Well, you're not wrong. Alright. If our spawn one is going to turn and start pummeling a ghoul. What, they start fighting each other? Well, our, our lovely maiden is controlling one of the vampires. Oh, okay. Vampire spawn two is going to attack Archie. Miss. Vampire spawn <laughs> three is going to move up and attack Vera. Nat 20 does not confirm. You take four points of damage, Vera, but I also need you to make a will save. Uh, you have to do that. Oh, all right, that passes. Whew. All right. Nice. Vera, it's your you're turn. Up. All right. I'm going to tag Ghoul 2 okay. with my scythe. Awesome. Will that affect the Ghoul? Yep. I believe so. All right, lower okay. for a sting versus a Ghoul. Boom, boom. 19, that hits. Incoming damage. For splat, ghoul two is destroyed. Nice, Marcus. You know what to do, my boy. You know what to do. You right. know what to do. All right, targeting all enemies except for the one that uh, the vampire that is helping. Okay, and that's going to be a saving throw and 
damage. Damn, nicely done. Okay, Vampire 2 failed its save and takes 11 damage. Vampire 3 saves and takes 5 damage. Ghoul 1 fails a save and is destroyed. Ghoul 1's down, and you're down to two vampire spawns there. My boy! Boom. Soul, Soul, like, reaches back into the cart, like, that tiny little window, and, like, does a little high-five to Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Levette. All right, I'm going to go over here. Uh, What? Do I take penalties for shooting into combat? I do, don't I? Yeah, minus four. Okay, well, for the time being, I will just use my last level one spell and give myself mage armor as well. You give yourself mage armor? Uh, and that's it. All right, Soul. My turn! All right, um, I guess I'll move down a smidge, and I'll try to hit this vampire. Vampire spawn three. And I don't think I hit that because that was only a 14. A 14 is going to miss. Yeah. This is why I'm not made for combat. This is why I didn't want to stay. Okay, Jaris <laughs> is up. They're going to target the two vampire spawns, and they're going to use... I'm very concerned about this woman. <laughs> okay. Channel Undead against the two of them, and will save and damage. Four damage to spawn two, nine damage to spawn three. Okay. How are they not dead yet? <laughs> What's Hummel oh, gonna do? Oh, oh, why don't you attack him? Can can Hummel kill the apparition? It's not even real, uh, if, if I'm correct. If, I thought that's what we confirmed last time, like the first time. Hmm. Uh, could I uh, use Hummel to basically cling onto the vampire and potentially give it some kind of negative effect so it can't like see or something? I don't know. Not really, no. All right, I'll uh, I'll put Hummel on the apparition. Okay. <laughs> you put Hummel on the apparition and just buzzes around him. <laughs> Archie. All right. What's Archie gonna do? He's gonna punch the shit out of this thing. Hopefully, he punched some of it. Okay, that's uh, that's one hit. Go with the wing attack as well. Still that. Okay. I'll go with the right goal. Yeah. Okay, so you got yeah. one punch damage in. So go ahead with that. It's all I need. Whoop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you deal six damage, which is reduced to one. Vampire spawn one's going to move over. Provoke an attack of opportunity from Vampire spawn three. Misses. And then he's going to attack him right there with that. Plus two to hit. That's a hit. Okay. Damage. 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 That's, yep, that's Yay! down. Yay! Okay, he's down. Vampire spawn two. Gonna attack Archie. Fucking seriously? Okay. Barry, you're up. Uh, could I get behind the vampire? The vampire, whatever okay. it is. Yeah. Okay. I, I want to know if can I get there without getting an attack of opportunity. Yeah, that would be 20 feet and then 30 feet. So yeah, you can do that. All right. And then I'd like to attack him. Okay, give yourself a plus two for flanking. Nice. Yeah, I need you to roll that. Oh, I'm yeah, sorry. You, you gotta roll that. I That's gotta roll that. Oh, man. Did I do that? Oh, man. Well, that's a hit. That's a 29. Nice. nice. That hits. Alright, and damage. A fine hit. Kablam. Destroyed. Yeah! yeah. Go us. Go us. Yeah. Uh, Soul is... looks over at this guy. Karis uh, has the vampire spawn walk up to her, uh, and then she's going to lay a hand on its chest and cause it to burst into flames. Aw, mm-hmm. poor thing. Soul Wait. pats Marcus's That's head. Cool. <laughs> Beardy. Mm-hmm. Um, do vampires work like in classic lore for us, or is it different for this? 
semi-classic lore. Why? What specifically do you want to know? Was that person alive? Because I feel like you I could have a you could ask that. you could ask. I thought you had a problem with undead. Yeah. Oh, I have I have a problem if it could have been saved. Is the question like if it could have been released from being a vampire? She's gonna tell you it doesn't have a soul. Oh no, vampires have souls. Oh, they do. <laughs> She, she nods. Yes, they very much have souls. That's why they shouldn't be allowed to exist. Oh, <laughs> dear. Do, um, anyways. I can, ex- also, I can explain if anyone's curious. Like, Maybe. Curious. Is the operation going? Okay. Yeah, I, I do have a minor problem with killing things that still have a soul and can be saved. What was an evil thing? Yeah, what if it was evil? <laughs> Everything can be saved. <laughs> That's sort of a naive way to look at things, isn't it? No, it's just a positive way of looking at things. No, no, that's not exactly how they work. She starts to talk about metaphysics again. Sol has gone over to Marcus and is just, like, playing with his hair to kind of comfort him. She, she tries to explain that um, that free-willed undead are the most dangerous things because they they don't have to... They're, they exist purely as a hunger, Um she explains that ghouls are, uh, are are an embodiment of hunger, and vampires are an embodiment of thirst. Um, while they still have a soul, they're they're driven by a single-minded purpose to feed upon the living. So they they have no right to exist. But could they have been? Could that could that vampire thrall have been cured of of its vampiric nature? No. The only way to cure it is to destroy it. According to you, yes. Is there any? I think you'd have to uh, roll a, no, something for your own knowledge. Yeah, what, what knowledge roll would that be? Be-ray? Knowledge religion. Uh, let me roll that. that so I a, got a nat 20. Oh. That is a <laughs> 28 for Soul. Soul, you have never heard of, like, a cure for vampirism before. Like, you've heard of lots of ways to kill vampires. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of things that, that people say harm them. Some of them more effective than others. But... Uh, no, no, but like nobody's ever cured one. cure for vampires. No, of course there are legends. Like you're a bard. There's stories about everything. So yeah, yeah, of course there's stories about you know maybe here and there someone has had like some crazy divine intervention and they've you know been turned back into mortal men and women. But there there is no like well known cure for vampirism. <sighs> so while it may not be impossible, it's certainly improbable. I'm sorry, Marcus. There's nothing I know that could possibly lead a cure for one. They're a lost cause. Nothing is a lost cause. Kara smiles at you and says, I admire your optimism. Alright, everyone, back in the cart. Let's go back to working towards that city. She walks yeah. over She walks over to the crumpled remains of that skeleton. She just kind of sighs. It would have been very useful. And then she gets you back can chill the make more. Say what? You can chill make more. Do you have a skeleton I can use? Or do you... Do you have a supply of bodies? Uh, they seem Whoa, to us what? Well, I'm just, I'm just saying, you said that, it, that we can make more. Did you have a supply of bodies? Well, I mean, there's always a supply of bodies somewhere, but... Uh, Marcus, the corpses do Marcus tend to pile up around the city. Marcus, Very well. I, I feel a little bit exposed when I don't have a protector, you know? Well, you have five protectors this time. I suppose, but... I mean, how many of you are... You're you're not expendable, though. Do you understand? You have, you all have intrinsic oh, value. 
I have explained the uh, protectors as well. The undead, they are much like machines, and Beardy. I have much knowledge in the way of machines. This person's like, I can't tell what's wrong. Something's wrong here. Well, she was tortured for a, a really long time that. to think certain things, so. Also, the whole yeah. us thing. Yeah, pretty sure her sister's connected to her somehow. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> There's two souls in one, I'm thinking. You guys continue on and need to camp for the night before you you'll you'll reach Hartenshin in the following morning. I thought we were only thirty minutes away. No, no, you'd only no. We had only traveled thirty minutes. Yeah. So I do not like the idea of being stationary at night. mm -hmm. So who's taking watch that night? I probably will. Since I only need four hours of meditation. Okay, make a perception check for me, please. Oh God, that is a twenty-four. Twenty-four. Okay. Uh, you hear uh, hushed speaking in the middle of the night. Can I tell what this, who's speaking? Yes. Um, do you want to make a stealth check and try to sneak up on the sound? Yep. Okay. That How is a 24. 24 stealth. Excellent. Yeah. Okay, one moment. You hear a hushed voice, and you sneak over to see what it is without them knowing. And uh, you see Karis has gotten out of her sleeping, her out of her sleeping bag, and she is at the edge of the camp. Like, sitting, facing away from the, the campfire. And she's talking, uh, seemingly enough to no one. She's speaking in, into the air. Um, uh, so she, I'm she's... gonna listen to what she's saying. Okay, it goes a little something like this. Well, I think they can be trusted. But, look, it's not... Okay. Um, yes, but... Yeah, yes. But, they already risked their lives for me multiple times. I don't think that's the best course of action. Okay? Look, I understand your point, but it's not... Right, we have... Okay. Okay. You, you don't need to yell. Really? Really? You're gonna bring that up now? <sighs> oh, look, I think it's different now, alright? We're on the surface. We're away from the order. Things can be different up here. Alright. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, yes. I love you too. Okay. No, you hang up first. <laughs> um, Soul tries to go back a little bit and then makes a more obvious, like, I'm slightly farther away noise mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. she knows I'm here, but not close enough to where she'd think I was listening. Okay, so you... For, all right. Uh, in that case, she's <clears throat> she stands up and kind of, like, brushes her, her, her dress off and turns around. Oh. Hello, darling. Hi. Um, it's a, a lovely night, isn't it? I think it could be better. Is everything okay? Was the campfire too warm? A little bit, yeah. I just I needed a, a bit of fresh air, that's all. Understandable. And Sol's going to walk up next to her just to stand next to her. So, um, I know you've been through a lot today. Any, you know, thoughts on what's been happening or how we could help you better? Um, well, I, I was just... I, I know that the the order... They're going to keep following me until mm-hmm. until Warren is killed. I know he'll never let go. He's he's obsessive. I, mean, I have a favor to ask. Uh huh. Do you mind if I kill him? <laughs> oh, oh, uh, it's it's like it's like you see about five seconds into the future and say what I'm about to say. It's, wow. I was, I'm not I, really a fan of people following others around and I being was, controlling. 
I was actually going to, I was just going to ask that when we get to Hartenshin, I was going to try to enroll in the Royal Academy of Magic, and if all of you could, well, get to the Holy City and maybe make Master Warren not exist anymore. He's a fairly powerful necromancer, though. I realize I'm going to need a lot of information on how to, if you know any, get rid of him. Well, he's a vampire, so typically um, a stake to the heart, silver weapons, um, things like holy water, uh, sunlight. Those are all very effective against him. But so that's why he's underground. She nods. I see. But I know that the, the order won't let me go until he's dead. I know the other masters, they don't care. His, his, each master, they have their own lair, and they have their own rules and membership. And I know that once he's gone, I'll be free. And until then, he's just going to keep sending more slaves and thralls and all kinds of other creatures after me. I don't. All for some stupid plan. Any chance you know about the plan? I would love to hear more. I don't know much detail. I know that it's part of a ritual that's in the book. It, it's in the it's in the black tome, and he read it, and he says that it's it's the key to something. It and it had to either be me or my sister, and we were both tested. She kind of trails I see. off, and I, I well, can't I can't ever forgive him. He needs to die. All right. For my sister. You got it. I'll do what I can. I want to destroy this person. She kind of blinks back a tear. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, how much do you need to enroll into wizard school? I mean, I figure I would just show up and maybe show show off some of the things I've learned already. And maybe wow mm-hmm. my way into the studies. I'm, I'm not really well, sure. I don't exactly have um, much gold um, but I think I think that they'll want to they'll want to teach me if I show them that I know as much as I do. All right. Well, th- if you I need think. any other assistance to get in, I'll take care of that. Okay. Thank you. Now, shouldn't you be going to bed and getting some proper rest? I know it's not a proper bed yet, but I would like to get you there eventually, with some good food, warm bed. I want to take care of you. She nods and uh, walks back over to the campfire. Oh, and by the way, mm-hmm. just be careful around people. I know you have a lot of opinions on undead things. Marcus is going through some troubles, and I would appreciate it if you didn't talk about that in front of him. Oh, I, I had questions about that, but I wasn't sure what I could I could ask him. What? What's Can you going, ask me? What's going on with him? Well... I know that uh, sometimes clerics can get kind of touchy about undead if they don't understand them properly. But I've never seen someone. He be might upset be relating to them. He's not undead. I can tell. No, but he's been told that. Right, right. He said something perhaps, about not, something about not having a soul, but that's that's impossible. Yeah, I think he has one. I just think it's the wrong one. Odd. That would make him. I think I need to go to bed now. All right. We'll see you in the morning. Okay. Okay. Night. <laughs> don't make you what. <laughs> I God said goodnight. <laughs> <laughs> she uh, she gets back in her sleeping bag and, and tries to sleep. The rest of the night passes with no incident. Hmm. Moving time forward one day, it is now the 14th. Boom, 
Boom. It is now Sunday, the 14th of October, year 762. You guys yeah. are able to get to Hartenshin. I take off my ring right before we go in. You pry the uh, engagement ring off your finger, and um, as it as it leaves your hand, uh, you can see basically what amounts to the energy buildup of a spell being released. Okay. Like just a little bit of like distorted light basically comes off the ring and then goes away. So okay. It, it doesn't hurt you, and it doesn't seem like it really did anything. But it looks like whatever magic was in the ring has been uh, removed. Is that it? That appears to be it. Was this super noticeable? Yeah. Yeah. Was this? Yeah, and it was like a it was like a little flash of like bluish light. Blue. Yeah. Interesting. What What was that? Um, I was removing my ring. Yeah. <laughs> Does it always do that? It, it kind of did a little spark the last time I got it off my hand, and now it's a bigger spark of color. So is it going to keep on making bigger and bigger effects then? Yeah, I should probably never wear it again. <laughs> well, I mean, if it just makes a little visual effect, that doesn't seem to harmful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's be cool for like fireworks at some point. Thanks, exactly. Very low fireworks. Very low yeah. fireworks. Well, just they for us. they get bigger every time. Perhaps we should do the opposite and just put it on and take it off until they are huge. And they have a tight no! propelled. So Soul puts their ring in their pouch. She's like, no, I'm good. I don't need to do that. Jesus. Beardy, what the fuck? <laughs> so, <clears throat> sorry. So I just rolled a couple of checks to see if anyone noticed that. And Karis walks over. Okay. <laughs> hey, little one. What's up? Can I see are, that? Are you talking to me? Or it's this little one, this little, little one's here. Oh, sorry. She's, like, young. Is she? How, how old is Karis? Uh, yeah. She looks to be about late teens. Oh, I didn't realize that. She's a youngin'. <laughs> Like really young compared to Soul, then. So yeah, you could you you would guesstimate anywhere between sixteen and nineteen. So she, uh, yeah, I made a couple of rolls uh, on her behalf, and uh, she she notices that burst and walks over and uh, asks, "Can can I see that?" The ring. She nods. Of course. Uh, Soul kind of just hands it over. And is just like, please don't destroy it, though. Okay. <laughs> she looks at you semi confused, and then goes back to what she was doing. Which is like she's turning it over and over in her in her palm and looking at it. Soul Soul has started to fidget a little bit, like nervously, like <laughs> She like holds it up to her face, like real close, and like smells the ring. Okay. <laughs> and like gets it real close to her eye and she's like turning it and looking at it, like trying to look at every surface of it. And then says, You don't wash your hands, do you? <laughs> I take it so off. You should really get this cleaned. <laughs> She That's has, uh, <laughs> and then, like, as if, like, as if she just like snapped back to reality, she just kind of like looks up and like, like hands the ring back to you. It's just never mind. Oh uh, no! I mean, can we talk later though? Maybe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Enchantment <laughs> a specialty of yours, guys? <clears throat> Not really. No. You seem very uh, investigative. It. It just. It. It. I thought I saw something that I didn't. Oh. Wait. I'm sorry. No, no, maybe you should say what that is. Like, just in case. Like, just maybe we're saying, like, what if you did see the thing? What did you see? It it looked like a... a it looked like a... Uh, 
Well, it looked like a dissipated spell. Um, uh huh. And if I thought I saw what I thought I saw, it looked like some sort of teleportation spell. Oh, so this thing does more than effects. We can use it to teleport. Soul is fidgeting. Oh, oh no! So bad. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. I doubt that. No, it's 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 nullified now. Oh. Mm-hmm. She nods. It's. It looks like it's just a normal ring. It doesn't even taste right. <laughs> what is it right? supposed to taste like? Yeah, what is it supposed yeah. to taste like? No, that was on somebody's hand. Let's back up here. Don't, don't put it in your mouth. Hand. Don't put it in your mouth. <laughs> I gotta tell that to my kids. Don't tell them. Hey, cooks prepare things with their hands. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what that was, but I don't think it's gonna happen. No, ever again. I don't see how it could, unless another spell was cast on the ring. <laughs> I didn't know you had teleportation magic. Uh, I did not know that either. Is uh, this immense sweating? <laughs> that could have made the uh, operation was the four a lot simpler. Um, I don't. So did you? Did you buy it somewhere? Because if you did, I would ask for a refund. No, I was given it. So where uh, is it? Feeling? Is it the, uh, the... It's, on, it's on my left finger. It's oh. on my left ring finger. Yeah, I put the flame ring there. I, that's not clear I remember, but... Um, I, uh, I, uh, I took off uh, my old engagement ring. Why? And put the fire ring where it was. And then later I put my engagement ring on my right ring finger. Marcus has such an incredulous look. Your engagement ring is enchanted with a one-time spell? Okay. I guess. <laughs> this is completely over Bear's head. Yeah, you don't know what's happening. <laughs> like a blank face, like, hmm, I don't Whatever. know. What? I don't <laughs> know what you do in the night. <laughs> doesn't I mean, apologize for saying it like this, but that doesn't seem terribly useful. What do you mean? I mean Will uh, you always have this? What? I... I mm-hmm. If you're not aware that they, you had this spell on there, you could have bargained a discount. Or a I mean, it was it was given to me because like, it was by my ring. Ring. It's your engagement ring. Uh-huh. So it was my engagement Some your your fiance gave you a ring that um, had a one-time transportation spell on it. Tell me about transportation to or from where the ring was. Kara shrugs. This is actually quite normal, though. In this, this is miles, uh peddlers will sell all sorts of items with one-time enchantment, saying, "Oh, you, you buy a magical ring for your significant other. It is such a special thing, and they charge so much for it." And then it just goes off, and it's done forever. <laughs> it was probably just a scam. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, that sounds plausible. Soul is fidgeting real bad. Marcus strains an eye muscle from rolling his eyes so hard. Maybe he was the one who enchanted it. Who knows? <laughs> oh no, it was more likely he was purchased that way. That would make more sense to me. <laughs> I love Levette's conviction. <laughs> like, no, no. No, no, you're wrong. I'm right. Like, no, Shut I've seen up. this before. I've seen this. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, maybe Levette's right. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe it was but that way. <laughs> or... Maybe I asked for it to happen. You asked for a magic ring? Oh, I'm so sorry that you got scammed, but uh, 
I remember correctly, this engagement was a bit silly for you to begin with. I feel like your fiancé should have bought you a better ring if you requested an enchanted ring. Well... Maybe he's just a cheapskate. Yeah, maybe maybe he is. <laughs> Soul has been sweating and is just like, you know what, let's let's just go turn in our job to Siva. Please. Mm. You never mentioned you had a fiancé. <laughs> I guess I never asked him um, you know, it's not super important. <laughs> you seem pretty distressed about it earlier. Are, are they okay with you adventuring? It's usually fairly dangerous of an occupation. <laughs> I mean, it's an arranged marriage, so, like, really, he oh. has no power over me, so. My choices. I can do whatever the heck I want. Besides, I outrank him, so he's just gonna have to deal with it. Outrank? Um, yeah. He can't tell me what to do. I mean, that's true. (laughs) Well, he is a really hard worker. I mean, he kind of grew up in the slums of my village. He worked his way up a lot to get where he wanted to be. It's actually really admirable sometimes. These are certainly different stories than last time. Well, I mean... It's an arranged marriage, and it's very complicated. And if I remember but... quickly, you said that he was an elf with silver hair? Yeah. Okay, Karius, you don't have to worry. We're never ever going to see this person. Huh? I have, I have made sure of that already. Well, why would why would she be worried if she met him? I don't know. Just because of the adventuring things that she was commenting on. They can form a concern. I'm, I'm a capable adult. Not... I can do whatever I want. Okay. Nobody's <laughs> not questioning that. I just... I don't know. It, it's a complicated relationship. We were really close when we were really little. And then things got weird as I got older. Sometimes people aren't what you expect them to be. Mm-hmm. Huh. Maybe you're right. Yeah. Well, let's... Let's go drop this uh, mission off to uh, Siva. Let's do that. Everyone ready? Right. On our way. All right, right. so we're heading to Siva's place. Okay, so the party Uh, arrives at Hartenshin, and you guys are at the Visgate on the west side of town. Woo! So you're pretty close to to the Heartstring Tap Room. Where's the wizard school in here? Karis thanks you all for getting her here and says that she's going to go ahead and go to the Academy of the Arcane Arts, which is right there. I'll go ahead and circle it for the first time so y'all see it. Are you sure you want to go there alone? Well... I think that if I can if I can talk to the the people there, I, I can probably charm my way in, show them um, show them a few things I've learned. I believe that because you're very talented, but hypothetical, what if they do not let you in? Do you have a backup plan? I mean, I I not really. Okay. And if we will take care of that, dear. Warren's still after me, so. Yes, we we have some somewhat powerful friends of our own. We'll take care of it. We will take care of you. Where where are you all going? I don't the know if we should be saying... Okay, well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Karis asks for directions to it. The tap room? Yeah, the heartstring tap room. So looks at Levette to like make sure it's okay first. Wait, well, it's now. Let's go for it. Okay. And then like I take out a map and I like point to like the streets and I'm like, and don't go into this one because sometimes people are like, Urg, give us some money. <laughs> 
Hey, man, give me the money. Thanks, Bear. Uh, so Julia, yeah. you maybe should mention Sol's name, though. She that may get you out of trouble. She, uh, she thanks you all for your help. Uh, kind of looks a little uncomfortable for, for a second, as if she's like mentally debating something, and then walks away. All right, so uh, Karis heads down the street toward the academy. Wait, 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 oh, wait. Okay. <laughs> Are you sure there's nothing you want to say to me at all before you go? She kind of looks confused. What do you What do you mean? Thank Thank you for helping me. No, no, you don't have to thank us. Golden I rule just... there. He always says please and thank yous. Duh. You just looked like you wanted to say something for a second, and I just want to make sure, maybe, you know, just in case, so you get it off your chest, so you never regret things. Uh, no, no thanks. Uh, I'll see y'all around. Oh. Okay, bye. Are you sure you'll be fine going off alone with Warren after you? In the middle of the city? I think I'll be okay. Especially, you know, now that you've all sort of, you know, maybe scared him off for a little while. Hmm. Okay. We are pretty scally. Do you know message? Message or sending? Because message is not very long range. Yeah, message is only 100 feet plus 10 feet per level. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, message has to be pretty close range. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? Sending is the one you're thinking of. Yeah, se- sending is the one that's like more long, oh, long distance. That's not why I'm freaking out. <laughs> yeah, se- sending is uh, a much oh higher level. God. And it's... Um, the range is, like, really, really long. No, message is really actually pretty close range. That's oh, no! Uh, yeah, so you've got to be, like, within um, 200 feet or so of your target. <laughs> so growth just, like, right next to you. Hold on. <laughs> so, wait. The, the spell that you're thinking about, that uh, the message... They have to be how close? The range of message is 100 feet plus 10 feet per level. Oh, <laughs> shit. So that oh. must mean fiancé has to be like... Oh! <laughs> well, That's what I just found oh. out today. Again, I think the one you were thinking... I don't know, maybe not. I've been this, using I, message. I'm guessing... Well, the scrolls? You asked yes. for message scrolls, but I looked it up. Were those supposed to be message scrolls or were those supposed to be sending scrolls, Beardy? Well, this probably should have been sending scrolls. Yeah, because okay. there, would n- there would be no need to have message as a scroll because it's a yeah. cantrip and you yeah. be able to learn it pretty easily and do it whenever you want. Yeah, the, I, the those are meant to be longer range communication spells. That, that's a cantrip. I didn't know. Message is a cantrip. Yeah, message is a cantrip. Yeah. I have it. I can do it whenever. Wait, I, I don't think I can. It's not on the druid spell list, at least. Uh, <clears throat> no, it's it's a bard, uh, bard, sorcerer, wizard, summoner. Huh. Which, Druids don't get it. Uh, so, See, we we don't get any of the like actually useful cantrips. No, it seems no, like. bar, no. <laughs> Druid, Druids have a very different list. Um, but yeah, Kara says that yeah they 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 know they know message. Uh well you know if you are having an issue, uh just just send me a message and I'll come running. Okay. She looks somewhat confused and then says, "Of course, yeah." Um, I'll, I'll see you all around, okay? You got it. Be safe. She uh, she waves one more time and then uh, continues walking down a, a side street. I hope she doesn't explode anything. She is so cute. <laughs> She's really cute. Such a small little one. I've never met someone so young. Uh, well, a human, that is. 
or gotten to know. Yeah, gotten to know. I was going to say, that's probably a Yeah, I, I, I know we've probably come across them. Um, I don't know. None of them really oh, yeah, talk to me, Oh, yeah, those native ones running around the city, most of those are not halflings. Those are actually little humans. <laughs> oh, that. <man. laughs> um, Sol gives you a, a, a nice little pat on your head. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like... like of course they're children (laughs) like that's kind of the gesture just like they're there I'm confused you don't suppose I'm a tortoise and me I mean Sol didn't say anything they just gave you a pat pat on your head (laughs) alright let's go see Siva woo alright we go to Siva okay so the party (laughs) travels throughout the town takes a road there to the north and eventually gets to the heartstring tap room alright App room. Hey, Beardy. Yo. Would we have to have... Would... Second. There we go. Nope. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> Does he need to go to the bathroom? <laughs> no, here comes the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. We're, we are in a city. Wee, wee, wee. Yeah, it's just an emergency cart run. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure you repeating it will definitely stop the kids from saying Be, be oh, ready yeah. for that to come back this session. That is, I'm totally going to find a time to make that a thing. <laughs> First time somebody <laughs> takes a shit ton of damage, here comes the ambulance. Wheel, 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 wheel. Wheel, 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 wheel. Anyway, would the news have reached the town about that we built its defenses? Would, would the news have... Uh, probably not yet. No. Okay. I'm really hopeful. I'm really rooting for them. Yeah. That's unfortunate. This is Dragon Age. This is so yeah. Dragon Agey. Like I'm like, I know one. I know. I know. I know no, we they're dead. I know they're all dead. Everyone was slaughtered, man, woman, and child. Everyone's dead. But they were stopped. And we weren't. We weren't killed. So man. everything is it's fine. Beat. I'm in the tap room. I'm walking towards um, of the bar I'm questioning why Hummel had to come in swarm form. Sorry, I just threw it on the map because it was in the It's just track. easy to have him exist. <laughs> There's just a shit ton of bees following us around. <laughs> do you have to do that, though? Like, people think it's like that pig pen from, like, <laughs> from Peanuts. Just, oh like, all those, like, fucking fleas flying Don't off talk of him. About fucking, <laughs> fucking pig pen. <laughs> It's gross. People think we're gross. I mean, you're probably gross because you don't take enough showers. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, you probably are like a pig pen. Plus bees. Plus bees. Mm. Also, I assume that Marcus and I have at least partially washed off Some in those, of those two orcs, days like... from our battle with the orcs. I would hope so. <laughs> but I don't know. That's up to your choice for Vera. I- I'd assume so. It, it would be annoying <clears throat> working on defenses with a bunch of intestines on your shoulders. So, are there ever, like, bartenders at this tavern, or is it normally empty? Oh, no, no, sorry. Yeah, the, uh, the, the tavern's, the tavern has people in it. I'm just not gonna... Oh, okay. No, stocking up full yeah, of no NPCs worries. would be ridiculous. Uh, let me see if I... There's, uh, there's, there's a bunch of people in the, in the tavern, as normal. So, a bunch of folks at the table, there's somebody on the stage, like, performing some ge- general music. Uh, there's is a couple... bustling? No, you wouldn't call it bustling in here. It's, it seems <clears> like it's a pretty normal day. There's a couple bartenders behind the the bar, you know, serving drinks, and and there's also Excuse some. Me. The bartender looks up. Yes. I was wondering if Sivo was in today. Here, currently. Yes. Uh, 
Wee woo wee woo wee. Told you. Wee woo. Alright, so yeah, he uh he says, Oh, uh yeah. Let me uh let me let me let me get them. He uh goes back and uh, disappears behind the bar. Did he just say them? There is more than one Siva. No. <laughs> Boom. Have I been using the wrong pronoun? (laughs) No. No, it's fine. Okay. Alright, so Siva pops out from the back of house and sort of strolls over here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so she she steps around and sees the two of you at the bar. (laughs) Soul soul waves. (laughs) Like, a kind of nervous wave, but is trying to make it look pretty natural. Mm -hmm. Siva Siva smiles uh, when she sees all of you. Soul's ears kind of go up in delight. With a smile, like, oh, good. They, they don't completely you don't agree. want to murder me. Siva pops up and she's like, she's ha- you know, she smiles. All right, and, I'm back. I'll and says there. that, you know, she's happy to see you all made it back. Um, come on back to the uh, to the office to discuss. Okey-dokey. And Sol skips into the office. And I take my chair that I always sit in <laughs> every time I'm in this room. Siva asks how it went. Well, I think it went great. So, no, we do have information for you. Uh, so, the Orc Horde is on the way. There will be an attack, and they are going for the defenders of the fort. If they may have arrived there already, so there may not be much time, but if you can bring them support, now would be the time. Or if you Sol can gives Levet a very confused look, like, why are you telling her? <laughs> why not? Yeah, I don't know. Um, <clears throat> so, yes, just there are really a lot of orcs. There were thousands of them. I can't remember how many exactly, but somewhere in the ballpark of 5,000. So uh, we have a lot on our hands right now. All right. Siva takes the information in and says that, uh, but you all feel that you've, you've done all you could then? Yep. <laughs> we agreed that um, staying there would Firstly, it's beneficial, so we decided to make a technical retreat, get the information to you. We figured you could help more we could. Well, until I get information back from the fort, the uh, success or failure of your mission uh, is yet to be determined. <gasps> oh no! So, uh... What, 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 what was, uh... Her... We were supposed to assist as much as possible. That was, yeah. that was the mission, right? We did yeah. it. Yeah, and we did. Yeah, and she wants to see if the fort st- stands or not. So, she says that you're all free to hang out around here and kill a few days if you'd like until uh, until she gets word back. Uh, okay. I guess I'm gonna go be religious and shit. <laughs> don't, don't you not? <laughs> so likes mostly just playing on like a stage. But, like, the added bonus of just feeling like, eh, you know, maybe I'm, like, okay in the eyes of religion, but, like, <laughs> the I'm the most casual, like, worshiper ever. If you're like, if playing guitar can save my soul, then sure, fuck it. That, that is yeah, exactly, pretty much. But that is exactly how you worship Symphonia, so. <laughs> like, so Symphonia's religion is not, like, a... A, a modern day earth religion it's creative expression is worshipping in her eyes you have to give them the beat boy and save your soul that's right <laughs> I wanna get lost in your rock and roll and drift away 
Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, what if you're really bad at it? Well, maybe you should get good. Son. Yeah. Then then, then maybe... you go. Then you go to hell. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. If you're Asmodeus using... will welcome y'all in. If if he's uh, always for new members. If your music is uh, it does not bring joy to other people, then it's not. It's not okay. You're not okay. <laughs> your music has to bring joy to people. Like you, your art has to has to bring positivity into the world. We all we can't. We're okay, but we're not okay. We're not okay. She doesn't like okay? sad music, or they, it's them. I don't know how they work. They like sad music. They don't like bad music. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, symphonia. Okay. Yeah, symphonia is about art and creative expression, and you know, fucking art students. <laughs> yeah, art students fucking love symphonia. Okay, so Does, is symphonia uh, okay with contemporary art? Some. Some, if it's what good. What about postmodern? If it's good, Sym- Symphonia's. <laughs> what Sym- about post postmodern? Where we're at yeah. currently? Symphonia is yeah. kind of a, a, a harsh critic. Critic, yeah. So you never know. Nice. You never know. How about bluegrass? Uh, mm. I mean, there's okay. Good. Here's the thing, though. There's, there's. I, I'm not going to go by genre because there's good and bad examples in all genres. It's true. Just don't yeah. be a shitty artist, Jesus. Yeah, that's it. That's the only rule. <laughs> don't be no a shitty artist. rap. No. no mumble rap. <laughs> I, I get the no. cut of Symphonia's jib. Okay, so before Sol goes to leave the tap room, Sol kind of like stops and like pauses and gives like Siva a meaningful look and then kind of does like a little like nod, half curtsy thing and then kind of leaves. All right, Siva. And then goes to the worship place. Siva, Siva shoots you back a smile as well as you leave. Okay, cool. We're cool. We're cool. <laughs> cool. For now. Cool. Alright, so Soul, Soul goes leaves. off to play music at the temple, quote-unquote, yep. the, the amphitheater. Uh, what's everybody else doing? Uh, I'm going to see if I can find any uh, people selling amber. Okay, is. yeah, there's uh, there's jewel jewel traders, gem, gemstone traders, and they deal in amber as well. Actually, fairly close to this place in town, because this is the Richard side of things, which is where you're going to find your... Where the your... fuck did you get amber? So, sort of side thought uh-huh. of... Um, so magical weapons are harder to destroy, if I remember correctly, or magic items. Yes, yes, they, uh, they do. Does that mean they're also very difficult to engrave? Um, would you want to engrave something before it became magical? It would be technically easier to engrave it before you enchant it. But you're it. not going to make it a thing. I don't care. I mean, if, if okay. it's just, like, honestly, if it's just something that's um, uh, purely aesthetical, it can be whatever you want. Like, okay. fuck, look, look at your entire character. Right, yeah, like your entire character is an aesthetical, like it's a paint job over another class. Like it's fine. Well, like it, it's true. I don't, I don't care. Like the aesthetics, if that's what, if that's what you want, you're welcome to it. Like if you want to have something skinned, is whatever you want. Like that. look, it, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to make, I wanted to know whether or not I need to name my weapon before or after I enchant it. If I could name it after I enchant it or I can bring it in, they try to carve it in, I'd be like, fuck! You are welcome Wait. to do whatever you want. Wait, do you, <laughs> you... You can't name your weapon unless you engrave it? Well, no, but if you were to name it, and then you're like, oh, there's this perfect spot to write the name down, but I... But then you try to carve it in, and it's like, <laughs> it's like a barrier, and you're like, what the fuck? Why didn't I think about that? So what what weapon are you naming? My my crossbow. I'm gonna modify it a little more, and I feel like it deserves a name, but I don't have one yet. Okay. Okay. I, 
I think there's something inherently funny about a name crossbow or gun. <laughs> yeah. Like the pile driver. It's like, oh, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> or like Lucy. Yeah. God, it's terrible. Bob. Uh, that doesn't even make sense. That's not funny. <laughs> Bob is hard. Minus oh, five. Okay, Symphonia. Minus five because it's not even funny. I mean, at least Lucy, like, when you fire a crossbow, you say loose. I mean, god damn. Sorry. God damn it, Bob. Screwy. Like, maybe if it was a sheep and you named it Bob. That's what I do in every Harvest Moon game. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you should all feel bad about yourselves. Okay, so... Yeah. Oh, wait, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's a constant oh. state, especially... So, yes, um, uh, Lovette, you, you can en- you can engrave it before or after you enchant it. I don't, I don't care. Okay. That, I didn't mean for that to become a whole thing. No, I no, just no, wanted no, to go fine. check that real quick. No, I'm, uh, I'm not, I'm I'm not going to do that just yet. Marcus goes back to the temple, contemplates uh-huh. his, his quote-unquote existence. Nice. How does Marcus feel in the temple? So... So, Marcus, as you're traveling through the town, you uh, you again feel that kind of, like, uplifting, positive feeling of, like... It's difficult to describe. You just kind of feel more there. You feel more, like, in the moment. You feel more present when you're in a, a place with a lot of people around. So you just kind of feel energized. Ah, oh, there's, there's, there's a hint in there, and I'm just not seeing it. There's, there, there's a clue, and I'm just oblivious to it. It's fine. It's all good. What's Vera doing? Oh, no, buying uh, Amber. Okay. So, all right, cool. So you all uh, part ways for temporarily and go about your business uh, that day. So you guys all spend the day uh, going about your business. So I think the only Uh, thing we... One question, Beard. Yes. I had a thought. Is the the, the sense of positivity, is it a leech kind of feeling? Like it grows and grows over time? Or like it feels like... You just sort of feel. You just sort of feel more. You know, more there, more present. You feel more energized when you're when you're in a, a city. When there's when there's like a hustle bustle of activity around you. It kind of, it's it's sort of infectious for you. You're kind of like, man, this is. You just feel good being around that many people. That's all. There's a, again. There's so much that I'm that I'm missing. Oh, it. my <laughs> sweet summer child. <laughs> okay, so. Nothing happens other than Marcus's thing in any of our other yeah, doing so, shit. Yeah, so I was gonna I was gonna go down the line real quick. So okay. uh, Vera, how much amber did you want to purchase? I'd say at least like a thousand something gold worth of. Okay, because no. um, a like equivalent like a plus one bonus on a weapon. Which what, what kind of weapon do you have currently? I have a medium sight. Is it magical in any way? Uh, it is. Like, because it, typically when there's enough followers, I can communicate with uh, Molifera directly with it. Okay, but it, I mean, as far as, like, combat bonuses. But no, it does not have any combat okay. bonus at all. Okay, that's fine. So, in, on the, um, that would be about 2,000 gold then. All right, yeah, I'll get 2,000 gold worth of uh, amber. So, Vera will be, like, looking around and, like, it's very selective about the ambers. It's oh, no, like, it's, they have to be perfect. What does it look yeah. like? What? Tell me about the amber you picked. Oh no, there, because there's probably a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. I assume probably maybe mm-hmm. like five separate ambers. Okay. And they have to be uh, either perfectly like like flattened on like for uh, sides or completely smooth, like perfect. Okay. You know, so when you say completely here, flattened for sides, so, so, so like one like, side. 
is flat and then it's curved. Yeah, they've, they've been they've been cut and polished. They're beautiful. Okay. So you, you buy uh, amber gems equaling two thousand gold pieces. Yay! I have so little. You're money. so poor now. <laughs> <laughs> Just like a druid should be. It's true. It's All druids are supposed to be smelly and poor. It's part of it's <laughs> part of the the class. Explain. It's the aesthetic. It is. It really is. <laughs> um. Beardy, I think I'd like to buy uh, something to help buff strength. Okay, uh, possible. you don't have enough money for that. You better start stealing, church boy. Yeah. From the church. <laughs> so a... Could that be the title of this episode? <laughs> you better start stealing, church boy. Yeah. Maybe yes. the better wee 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 Oh no, yeah, the title's wee 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 And we have to kind of buy silver whenever we get paid from our last mission. Well, yeah, it's either if, silver mm, or uh, magical weapon. Magical. Well, I already have a magical weapon, but like imbuing it with so, like even my attacks didn't do that much to them. Right. You would. Oh no. Oh god. No, it has to be like silver stakes and shit. Correct. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be maybe something. oranges. Maybe Some oranges. Like... <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot. Vampires are weak to oranges. <laughs> it's like yeah. scurvy. It's like pirates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Reverse scurvy. Yeah. You got to get oranges orange. and everything is K. Yeah. That's what scurvy does. It turns you into a vampire. That's true. <laughs> That's why your teeth fall out? Yeah. <laughs> because the fangs are growing in. Yeah, there we go. It you... take longer than you have to live. Yeah. <laughs> it's all part of the But then process. you become undead and it's okay. Yeah, and then, then the fangs sprout and then you drink the blood of the living. I mean, uh, this is right. how it goes, guys. Yeah, this is where vampires <laughs> come from. Doesn't everybody know this? This is why I don't like Pirates of the Caribbean. They never yeah. actually touched on pirate lore. Lovette, yeah. <laughs> did you want to get your weapon enchanted today? I have a few things on the agenda, but that is actually not on it yet. Okay. I guess I'll join the church kids and head over uh, first to the Temple of Shamish. Okay. And drop in four silver. So it's only silver. Okay. And then I'm actually going to go over to the Temple of Eden mm-hmm. and just kind of sit there for a little bit and just think about things. Yeah, the, the Temple of Eden, I don't know if I described it last time. Uh, the Temple of Eden <laughs> in Hartenshin is not terribly big, but mm-hmm. it, it's pretty much just like a green space in town. It's it's the city park, I believe. Let me actually pull it Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, so there. if you look back on the, the Hartenshin map, uh, it's that big gray area. It's the city park. Uh, there's a pretty good-sized shrine to Eden there. Yeah, I'll go there and just kind of ponder stuff and pray for the people at the fort. All right. And Soul, you are yes. at the amphitheater at the Temple District. Would you mind making me a performance check? Yeah, I can do a performance check. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I, all of a sudden I'm thinking about you like dancing around and the bird in the cage is just like... <laughs> <laughs> it's already dead. It's so dead. Its corpse is just flopping around the cage. I'm gonna sing. Alright, you sing a beautiful song. Thank you. That was a 32. Yeah, it was a 32. 32? So, oh my god. Yeah, you, you get up on stage and you sing an absolutely beautiful song. The, those who are nearby are uh, just taken by it. Just, just whisked away by the beauty of the music. You can feel like you've done a good service today. You feel like you've done you've done good. Yay. You feel that Symphonia That's took good. notice of you. I dab. <laughs> <laughs> All the feeling goes away. The feeling goes away immediately. 
Um, no. do I recognize anyone in the crowd? Uh, can I do perception? No. Yeah, you, oh, you no. Do, no, you, you can do a perception check. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. All right, you so, got a 20, 23. 23 in your perception. You look through the crowd, and you do see a few people that you've seen at the Symphonia's amphitheater before. So there's a few regulars. Mm-hmm. But you don't see anyone that you, like, outwardly recognize that would be considered important. Okay. You, you, don't, you don't see, you know, anyone in particular. I'll say that. Cool. All right, so... When I'm about to leave, I kind of, like, say hi to the people I recognize, mm-hmm, just mm-hmm. to kind of, like, make a familiarity sure, with sure. folks there. Just be, like, really nice and greet them and be, like, mm-hmm. ask them how their day is and then go on after. Awesome. Say I wish them well. Yep. Regard okay. Kugazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Are you still alive? <laughs> Did you wake up again? I thought you were sleeping for so long. <laughs> oh, I was thinking the other I way around. You him. just suddenly re- realized that he's dead. <laughs> You're just like, oh my god, my bird! What? The, what did this happen? <laughs> who, saw, who killed my bird? Who saw this? Who did this? Somebody! I, I will swear Anybody. revenge. <laughs> oh god. Also, uh, I got the cigars from the telecouse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How old are those? <laughs> Oh, I mean, honey. Like, these are the worst cigars imaginable, right? <laughs> I mean, they appeared to... They never, like, aged supernaturally or anything, so you somehow plucked them out of time. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, that's right. We did do that. Oh, okay. So, and they're in a cigar box, so they're pretty uh, well-preserved currently. Like, they're in they're in prime smoking age. Yeah, I, I just noticed it in my inventory. I was like, "Why don't hmm. you sell it?" <laughs> we should have busted those out and fought to the death at the fort. <laughs> yeah, <I'll, laughs> smoking like you got them, boys. Yeah, I'll sell the uh, cigars. Okay. Oh. I don't know if they're even like fancy ones or not, but they're in a box. They're Cubans. <laughs> I don't know. More Cuban. Cubans. <laughs> Nine old cigars, and then uh, I like the. The message. Cigar is taken from a ghost past flashback thing. Still smoking. <laughs> Alright, so um, give me a either diplomacy or a praise check. Uh, let's see. This is why you always need a soul. A right, screw loose? <laughs> Damn. All right. 18. Cool. So you uh, managed to tell the story of these things and like explain where they're from to the shopkeeper. The cigars. shopkeeper there looks at the cigars after hearing your story and uh, can verify the authenticity of it because this particular type of cigar has not been made in a long time, and he's willing to pay you premium for it. So he will give you ten gold pieces per cigar. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, so I'm going to go ahead and remove those. You got 90 gold pieces right then. 90. I'm rich again. You're you sure. <laughs> so that gives you 291 gold total. Anything else? Nope. All right. So, anyone else have anything to do for the day? Yes. I have a couple of things. Go ahead. I'm going to make a few purchases. First of all, I want to uh, purchase some rope. Hemp or silk? Oh, hemp. Okay. I'm going to deduct one gold from you and give you 50 feet of hemp and rope. Boom. Perfect. I'm going to also purchase some stakes. Your encumbrance is now beyond heavy. Oh, you're right. Well, I'll give the rope to Archie. Yeah, so if I could purchase 11 stakes, I guess, refill my ammo, but with stakes where the stuff hasn't been spent. Wait, are you wanting crossbow bolts or stakes? Because a, a stake is like a thing you use to skewer a vampire with. 
Yes. Uh, those, those can't be fired from a crossbow. They can't be? Is there, no. a, is there a way I could have that custom made? I'm not effectively, no. It's more like when, when you get a vampire reduced to, like negative hit points, you have to, mm-hmm. they fall to the ground, and then you just stake, like, you can't really stake them while they're up and moving, effectively. <sighs> Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, you, there, there are ways to insta-kill vampires, but that's that's not one of them. The way to insta-kill vampires is with those old cigars that I just sold. <laughs> they really hate that brand. Yeah. What about silver bolts? It. I don't know. As what? What about silver bolts? Yeah, you can get silver bolts. That's How much would that run me? Uh, one moment. Basically, they would cost you about a gold per bolt. I'll take ten of them to make life simpler. So yeah, I wanted to go to one of those blacksmiths that I hired before, okay. and basically make that order that I decided not to last time for the parts to upgrade my crossbow into a heavy repeating crossbow. Okay. Now remember, you are still going to need to get the proficiency to use that correctly. Yes, I know. I just that's what I'll do whenever we level up. Okay. 350? Alright. Yeah, to turn it from a heavy crossbow to a heavy repeating crossbow. Yeah, I'm down for that. Uh, Beardy, would I notice, like, the, the pattern every time I come to the city? I, have we done it enough times that I might notice a pattern? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Would that be some... Would, would, should I go to the doctor? Should I go to the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think they have doctors. I don't even think they have, They don't have WebMD, but I feel like that, that's something I, I, I would... I should go ask somebody about haven't you asked a few people and they're like, oh man, you fucked no, up, bro? No, I've never asked, I specifically asked them, well, I feel better because when X. Time to stop by Hildy. <laughs> <laughs> Hildy, you still fucked up. Tell us what's wrong. Would there be somebody in town that I could go um, see that might be that might have some information on that aspect? I mean, no one that comes to mind, no. Like Damn. you don't you don't know anybody in town that would be an, an expert at this. Now you could, of course, you could go, go to library. You could like like do some research if you really wanted to and try to like figure out if, yeah if your Why condition has any Just like no. written yeah yeah. Let me do. Let's do that because if I've noticed it after coming and going so many times, I feel like you know what? What? Let's do more research. Okay. All right. Um, can we say that soul probably after the performance went to find Marcus and is following him to the library? If that's okay with you, Screwy. If not, well, of course. I'll fuck I mean, if you, okay. I mean, if you're, if you're following me, I wouldn't notice you until like yeah, just because it's keeping an eye time, on you. Time to do research. All right, cool. So you guys go over to the library and do some research. Um, let's see. So for for Levette. Did you want to go ahead and buy that 350 gold worth of stuff? Yeah, in fact, I already subtracted already it from subtracted my it. Okay. gold. Um, do you want me to remove the heavy crossbow and replace it with the heavy repeating crossbow? Um, How long will it take for me to build it? Uh, not long at all. Okay. Then yeah, sure. Okay. Also, the money from last session was put into my character, correct? Yes. From, yeah, okay. we yeah. all have. You guys haven't been, I, you haven't been paid from, for the... Oh, yeah, I know. Most I just wanted... Yet. Just because since I wasn't on the uh, program at the time, I wanted to make sure. Um, Okay, so Marcus is going to be looking up about, like, what the hell is happening with him. Mm -hmm. I want to look up the polyhymnia name and see if I can find any information, perhaps, on my dad. I don't know. Okay. Would that be a knowledge history? Uh, Yeah, it would. Ooh, that's only a 20. (laughs) Only a 20. (laughs) Oh, only a 20. (laughs) Man, level four is hard. Yeah, it's uh, an 11-point bonus to history. 
Um, and actually, since you're using the library as a cross-referencing point, you're going to get a miscellaneous like plus five to that. So you got a twenty-five on there. You do find some information about your your father. Uh, Polyhymnia is mentioned mostly because he's a diplomat. So uh-huh. he his name pops up in a few different records, and he's you know decently old for a creature. Like I, I don't think I ever actually asked you: Is he middle-aged? Is it for an elf? Yeah, probably. Still... Okay, probably so he, middle-aged. So he's somewhere probably in his four hundreds. Mm-hmm. He's been around, so he's his name pops up in a few history books here and there uh, as being a diplomat to this country or that place, or he was you know integral in signing a particular treaty or negotiating some particular trade deal somewhere. So he's mentioned in places. You don't really find a whole lot of like detailed information about him, only that he was written as being a uh, an important figure um, in in diplomacy for different countries. He seems to mostly make his his way around the uh, the human nations down here. So let me let me pull up the bigger map so you know what I'm talking about. Yep. So on here, you see that he was he has signed treaties and negotiated places in Ville, which is where you guys are currently. Also in Parthenay, which is the nation to the west, uh, which is currently circled. Uh, it's on the other side of the the great the red plains. Uh, He's also signed treaties with Cidervale, the, the, which is the Fey Nation that's nestled northeast of Parthenay. Uh, also, the human island nation of Daraham, which is north of Parthenay and northwest of Cidervale. Also, the human nation of Burgos, which is to the southwest. I'll, I'll circle them as I go. I'm assuming you can see them or not. Mm-hmm. He's also negotiated treaties with the dwarves of the Iron Mountains, which are in that orange area there, as well as the humans of the nation of Sejun which is down here to the southwest of the Iron Mountains, and even with the halflings of the Merry Valley. So, so he's he has gotten around. <laughs> if you catch my grip. Jesus Christ, Dad. So it seems in his life he has uh, he's been appointed to most, as a diplomat at one time or another, to pretty much every other kingdom uh, on this continent. Uh, the only places it looks like he's never gone has been the Kintao, uh, Empire to the east, uh, or the Steam Isles. Well, so wait, he's been in the Mary Valley. So, hmm, interesting. Marcus, if you turn out to be my sibling, I might kill you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. All right, Marcus is a full-blooded halfling. Oh, you can never really tell. I mean, what is a halfling really? That's yeah, true. It's pretty gross. That's true. They're pretty gross. <laughs> oh my God. Are halfling small or just really far away? (laughs) (laughs) They're just always really far away. (laughs) Alright, Marcus, you make your rolls for finding out what the fuck's wrong with you. It's Marcus's time to play dead. Yeah. It's Marcus's time time to shine. Shine, Marcus. has to roll for you. So, uh, we're going to do a couple checks here. So, you're going to do a knowledge uh, history first to see if there's any historical record. You get a 28 and you you find no mention, uh, at least of specific famous cases of a condition that matches yours. We're going to go ahead and make a knowledge religion check and a knowledge arcana check. And search as you might, the only things you find that have to deal with, like... Well, name, name the clues to me that you've found that you're trying to cross-reference. So you, you, you list to me what your, what your keyword search is, is here. Essentially, I, I need so, when somebody says no soul, mm-hmm. I look for creatures that are known to not have a soul. Uh, I mm. look for creatures that are known to passively leach life force, I guess it would be. Okay, The closest okay. thing I could think about. Um, I doubt 
and and uh, no dreaming. Um, the fact that uh, is there any uh, malady or creatures that are known not to have dreams? Interesting. Okay, okay. So you find the only thing that mentions something that doesn't have a soul. You find things like um, golems, things like corporeal, mindless undead. So like zombies and skeletons. And, and pretty much like not, what you would what you would imagine. right what you would expect to find so so you basically find uh, constructs and mindless undead that's about the only thing yeah. you can find that are, are like that are like actually soulless automatons mm-hmm. right. um, and even some of those constructs are actually animated by an elemental force so even those would have some semblance of a soul so you're you're sort of at a, a bit of a loss as to what that would be. Um, and then you look at things that like passively like le- leech life off of things, and you find things that are like uh, vampires and ghouls, which drink the blood and eat the flesh of the living. Nothing that like just passively drinks the soul force, though. That's that's something different. Like you, hmm. you don't you don't quite see that in there at least. So that's sort of strange. So yeah, you look and you find a lot of information about various creatures that match some point or some some uh, bit of the definition of what you're looking for, but nothing, but nothing matches, you know, even two of those points, let alone all of them. So you and uh, nothing ab- nothing about dreams, right? Oh, and nothing nothing actually. You don't find anything about that because no one no one has ever done like a study to see if certain things dream or not. Like there's never been like a a sit down or like a, a, a like a, an interview with a vampire, for lack of a better term. Uh... <laughs> So, like, nobody's nobody's ever, like, written down, like, the day in the life of a vampire or the day in the life of a ghoul to be like, hey, do you dream? Like, it's just, it's never, it's never been recorded in, in a way that it's at least, at least, at the very least in this library, you find nothing of the sort. Marcus is getting rather frustrated with this, not with the situation, but, like, just the, the lack of, lack, the lack of information. It's lack of information. Yeah. It's rough. Yeah. But, I mean, there's a unifying clue that Marcus is not seeing. No, that's true. Wow. There's there's a unifying clue that maybe you haven't seen, but maybe it's because it's it's different. It's something else. Or maybe we just gotta go talk to a giant golden dragon. Maybe you gotta talk to a giant golden dragon, and he'll be like, oh, yeah, dude. Dude, bro. Brah. 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 Let me level with you, brah. Marcus would be, uh, as much as he would find it funny, he'd be very irked if it's... Uh, he looks like Guy Fieri. Oh, <laughs> Talks like a dude, bro. Well, he'd look like a dragon Guy Fieri, so not exactly. <laughs> Dungeons and dragons oh, and drive-ins and drives. <laughs> yeah, I, did someone make... Oh, see, now I'm, I'm going to have to put this on my Google search history. I think history. that exists. Yeah. It does exist. Oh, yeah. It does exist. Oh, yeah. um, so, Sol oh, noticed that does. Marcus is, like, looking upset and stuff, so Sol kind of goes over... Like sits down beside him, kind of puts their arm around him, and just kind of you know rubs his back a little, just gentle petting, and just like it's okay, buddy. Like we'll figure it out. Just a shh, it's okay, it's okay. Then you, Marcus, then you pull out that B book. <laughs> Marcus, I have one little question. Yes. You said you were married, um. In your past world, y- yes. What was that person like? Do you remember? Marcus actually is having difficulty. If he's honest, he's having difficulty remembering all the. Try as he might, he's having difficulty remembering, and that is sadly frustrating because 
all he remembers is the face, but it's hard to remember uh, many things about her. Were you, you said you were married, right? Like you were married. Yes. I'm still trying to figure some things out in my life. And I was wondering if maybe I could get some thoughts from you. Absolutely. Why, even though you're married, would you want to sleep with someone else? Pure loneliness. That's... Heart pining. Being away for so long, you do stupid things. You do stupid, stupid things. Marcus is full of regret, but being able to make a connection, if you can, Marcus realizes that he may never, ever see his loved one again. So it more so is wanting not to be alone. And he explains this to Sol? Yes. Um. And the need to feel with other people. I guess I'm trying to figure out why my dad does things that he does. And it's, I know you're telling me that it's loneliness and I'm just having a hard time understanding it still. And I'm really sorry. I'm trying. No, it's fine. It's, um, it's, it's, but then it's, it's not just one way. Everybody is different. And whereas I can't speak directly to why your father would do that, I think they were, they were unfulfilled in something, in some aspect. Soul looks crushed. They were always looking for something different. or There was always searching rather than seeing what's right in front of them and appreciating that and holding that to their heart. Soul, Soul doesn't really say anything after that, but just kind of buries their head uh, into your like shoulder area. And like you can kind of feel like a little bit of like moisture on your robes currently. Marcus hugs. Soul hugs back. Yay, sad D&D time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you had that conversation with Marcus and not Vera. Dude, yeah. it was, I was fighting so much when you asked him why he does that. I was I was muted. I'm like, wee, 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 wee. <laughs> Marcus? Yeah? Let's just promise to have each other's back. Is that okay? I always got yours. Soul gives like a bit of a tighter hug and then goes to get up. And then reaches their hand down to help Marcus up as well. Can we check out the golden dragon? Of course we can. Yay. <laughs> I'll even read it to you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is, is the golden dragon book in the same section as the B book you got? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> can you do the voices too? Of course I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And so they take time reading the goddamn children's book about a golden dragon. <laughs> and then after that's done, I assume they go back to the tavern since I'm guessing it might be evening unless someone else wants to do something. Well, yeah, I had more stuff at Marcus the same blacksmith I was at. Okay. Well, actually, all the ones that I'm having shipments to, um, I'm going to do two things. I'm going to tell them that the shipments of iron that I'm having sent to them that are in my name, they're, I want them to they're use. They're starting to arrive, by the way. Right. And I want them to let the guys who are working on, with them know that I've had a change of plans and I want that iron to be dedicated to the cause of the fort or if the fort falls for any reason, the defense of the city. Uh, I So like after the the one I got this stuff for my crossbow at, I'll tell him about it. I'll go find someone associated with the guard, tell them to, to which blacksmiths I hired and like 
to that they tell them what they need and whatever the guards tell them to make they'll that make it firm and I'll go to each of them and say that. All right. Oh, you just, okay. So it looks like you just handed your heavy repeating crossbow to Archie. Yeah, for the time being. Okay. I mean, like I figured that I, while I'm working on it, I could have it. But uh, if you said it doesn't take a lot of time, I assume you meant like by the time we're out of town, it will probably be done. Yeah. Uh, and once that happens, I'll give it to him until I know how to use it. Okay, that's fine. And you'll just stick to your light crossbow. Yeah. Cool. Okay, alrighty. So, everybody filters back to the Heartstring Tap Room for the evening. There's, you know, the typical tavern uh, entertainment. You know, it's, uh, so there's performing, and it's, it's picked up in, uh, in, you know, it's much more lively now that it's evening time. And uh, Wait, people are performing? Well, yeah, there's a stage. Um, Soul's gonna try to play with them. There you go. All right, so you find yourself up on stage. Oh, shit, that's only 17. <laughs> that was, like, one of my worst rolls. And in front of your girlfriend. Fr- She's not my girlfriend. <laughs> God. Yeah, we're, we're just friends. We're just friends. <laughs> and I feel confused when I look at her. I got embarrassed because I noticed she was there. So I'm like, yeah. the singing became a little more pitchy. <laughs> All right. So the uh, the evening goes on, and uh, again, Siva sort of treats you to the hospitality of the establishment. So you, your food and drinks are on the house, and uh, it kind of gives you guys a chance to sort of unwind a bit, and you know, maybe talk about your your plans and your next your next phase of what you're going to be doing. I have no idea what we're doing. Oh, that's fine. I, I assume that we should at least uh, us we have to find out what happens to the fortress, and depending on that, we might have to stay here in case the city needs. But if it's fine, we should get silver and go kill a vampire. It's true. Uh, I only that guy's an abomination. I you got silver? Yes. Uh, I don't think that's going to be enough for all four of us, though. No, no. But I'm just saying, I'm, I'm in the same page. Smart thinking, Levette. I appreciate that. I have tried to collect any resources I can to the fort. I hope they are enough. I'd also like to stop by the temple. If we have time. Ugh, the temple's a really far away place. It's, I mean, I mean, notably, like we are going to the holy city. I mean, maybe we'll get to see that statue they're making since we'll be <laughs> going towards. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I suppose so. If, if we have time, we will try to make it to your temple, okay? I think that I could uh, potentially, with Melly's help, make my weapon stronger. Might be useful when dealing with the uh, undead we've been seeing. Yeah, it's pretty... Fucking messed up. <laughs> I'm also still a little worried about leaving Christ on their own. There are other threats other than the vampire. What other threats are you talking about? Well, the world is a dangerous place, especially in the city. If, if this girl spends most of her life underground in custody, she might not be prepared. Is there a way to get sunshine in a bottle? Or would dancing lights maybe? You are sunshine act as in a sunlight? <laughs> I wanted to say that in character, but I'm like, man, that's just not the mood Levette's in. But Like, I don't know, do dancing lights act the same as sunlight for vampires? I didn't try it while we were fighting them. I don't believe I do. It must be much brighter than that. What if I made them really, really bright? <laughs> I think there is a sort of holy element to the sun that, that takes part in this. Uh, uh. That would be more Marcus's play, play of view, I assume. 
My name means the sun. <laughs> I just exist and, you know, kill them? I thought your name was Sol. Like the thing inside of us. No, it's S-O-L. Sol. Oh, I'm not going to point to the sky. <laughs> That's the ceiling, but yeah, I get your point. <laughs> Sol still pointing at the ceiling. Yeah. <laughs> like, That's... that should work, right? <laughs> what? My name. Like, I am the sun. So. So if you stand near a vampire, it dies? <laughs> <laughs> I would like to think I could. I don't think I that think happened last time. I think we should time. plan, just in case your theory is not correct. Fine. I'm not saying it's not. It's just, you know, a plan B. A very, very solid, much more uh, well thought out plan B. Sol kind of goes to pout and just, like, starts playing with Marcus's hair. <laughs> it does not look like uh, Vera has any spells that... Could be for the sun. Yeah. And even if uh, she did, I don't think that she would know how to use it at the moment. I mean, apparently Marcus is actually the sun because whenever he walks around these things, they just seem to die. Yes, Marcus is like super efficient against them. Good job again, buddy. Scruffle hair. So we just push him down the hall and will be taken care of. <laughs> so the evening passes without any major interruptions or strange occurrences. Uh, Siva offers up the guest chambers if you wanted to stay. Otherwise, she could put you up in a nearby hotel, a nearby inn, if felt you wanted more privacy or space. What's everyone else want to do? <laughs> I think I'm going to take her up on the privacy and space one. So she does the same thing she did last time and basically very <clears throat> politely but firmly asks the nearby inn, and they, of course, relent. Oh, that's right. Sol didn't go there last time, so they didn't see the people reacting. Yeah. But, it, but it's also people who are like, it's like a super like stuck up hotel, right? Like it's super high class. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's a very yeah. high quality inn. So you'd be into it, but I don't think Sol would be into that. No? No. Probably not. Sol kind of like has Marcus's outfit tugged and... Kind of just, like, toddles around next to him all the time. Has, like, some sort of attachment to him constantly now. Either, like, a hand on his shoulder or, like, just grabbing the fabric and just, like, yes, this is my comfort thing now. Do you have to, like, crouch down to do that? No, I I like to imagine that it's, like, like, probably just, like, at their end of their arm's length. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. At least that's how I've been drawing it, so. (laughs) Let's jump time here. So the following morning... All right, I guess we all went to the hotel. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I assume did, that's what you were do doing. Do you want to? I, thought... I was, like, waiting for oh, okay. Marcus's answer. But he said he wants to bless to... weapons. Yeah, he he's... does want to bless weapons. Which is interesting choice of the two questions. <laughs> 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 um, Where do you want to stay, Marcus? I want to bless weapons. <laughs> yeah, so you you sure like a, do, buddy. You, just, you pull the pull string and you never know what's going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Scurry says ha 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 by the way Yeah um, Before we head out Sol kind of looks at Siva and is just like Where would you like us To stay Referring to the whole party or referring to just yourself Yes <laughs> uh, Siva says They're trying she... to feel it out Sure sure so, Siva says that she wouldn't mind uh, having a bit of a, a bit more company with you tonight. I'm gonna stay. <laughs> Aha! I'm not gonna relay no. any of that. Well, is Marcus gonna stay in the extra room with me or something? 
No, Siva? You don't want me to stay with Siva? No? Oh my god. Uh, oh, okay. I Normally, I would totally stay, but my halfling, I guess, is insisting that I stay with him, and he's kind of... Like, I, Soul kind of, like, leans into Siva and is just like, you know, he's kind of having some, like, mental anxiety issues currently. Um, otherwise, totally would stay to keep you company. Uh, okay. Di- give me diplomacy, please. Okay. <laughs> it's so, you, like, Soul, Mark, Soul and uh, Nat Siva 20. have a room. <laughs> oh, damn. Nat 20 on that fucking diplomacy. Okay. She puts a hand on your shoulder and uh, kind of leans in and says that she understands. And uh, she will see you all bright and early tomorrow morning, then. What does she smell like? <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking creep. <laughs> um... <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, see, I, well, she's right next to me. I, I, it, it's a toss-up, because like, party wants to say vanilla, but party wants to say lavender. So Really? I'm going to say what both. both? Vanilla okay. lavender. I'm going to say vanilla lavender. Okay. I, I um, would just imagine Sol and Siva sharing a room and Marcus comes in in the middle of the night like, Sol, I had a bad dream. <laughs> you can't have <laughs> bad dreams. You, you don't, don't have this. <laughs> he, like, he like wanders in like rubbing his eyes. Yeah. And he's like... Did <laughs> <laughs> I sleep with you guys tonight? <laughs> well, damn. Uh, can I can I can I read out Marcus's internal thoughts that are not character knowledge? Uh, <laughs> apparently, internally, Marcus thinks that Siva is not good enough for Soul. I find that interesting. Boy. As a player, boy, you'd be a crime boss, and suddenly you're not you're not able to be loved anymore. Jeez. <laughs> so when Siva leaned in, Soul kind of got a little stiff. Not super blushy, but enough to where it's like, ah, closeness. <laughs> nice. And then kind of rapidly follows after Marcus. It's like, okay, see you in the morning, goodbye. All right, so you all go to that nice hotel. It's just nearby. Spend the night there at the Elegant Olive Inn. The Elegant Olive. So Inn. I get to see the people kind of freaking out though now. Yeah, you you get the you get the sense that they are. Um, definitely wanting to please you guys quite a bit making sure that all of your needs are attended to you know if you have if you have anything you need please let us know can can someone bathe me they yeah of course they uh, oh. uh, yeah two attendants arrive in short order holy shit <laughs> soul just kind of like suddenly does this like very odd like they're usually like really slouchy in the party mm-hmm. and then suddenly immediately goes into their like at home persona where they like have to stand up tall like constantly and like shoulders mm-hmm. back like head down like mm-hmm. and it's just immediately like that like and starts walking towards the bath yeah. area. Yeah, you're, you're escorted. You're escorted to the uh, to the the bath, and uh, you know within probably ten minutes you find yourself being you know pampered and scrubbed down by a couple of attendants. <laughs> Bowsers. Okay, well that's cool. I did not anticipate that. So now you're okay with it. <laughs> no, but it's kind of nice. It feels a little homey. <laughs> I don't like that Steve is making him do this stuff. 
scrub me down. My servants don't fear me, I think. I'm I a will... nice person. I'm okay, a nice person! And tips on Soul's behalf. Oh, wait. What would happen to them if they didn't? Oh, uh, they, they, they refuse. They'd probably get fired. Um, if you, when you try to pay them, they refuse. They say they could not possibly uh, take any money from you. You are, you're a, Take the guy's hand and put the money in his hand. He, he, he looks at you like with a pleading look in his eyes, and he's like, please, I cannot take your money. Oh, Jesus Christ! Oh. You're gonna get him killed! <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> I made me Do it! Do it, I dare you! <laughs> I might need to have a little chat with Siva about management styles. You say that in front of this guy? Uh, kind of. I, like, mumble it to myself. Oh, his he just, like, goes, like, sheet white. Oh, you're, you're okay. <laughs> I don't think he is. I wouldn't mention you. Are they upset that Bear is there? I'm pretty sure they had to burn a bed last time. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like they, they see Vera and, like, some of them are just, like, they're, they're like, up for the challenge. They're, like, getting cleaning supplies, <laughs> like, ready. Like your bed is made out of bleach now. <laughs> they're like they're like they're like tying handkerchiefs around their mouths and noses, and they're like putting on gloves and shit. And they're like, "All right, we got this." This is offensive. <laughs> so Soul comes out of the bath and is yeah. just like, "Guys, you really gotta try that. It was so relaxing." Uh, I'm reminded of these. A few attendants uh, approach Vera and ask if they can also give Vera a bath as well. <laughs> No. Wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not interested. Uh, yeah, Vera doesn't really like, um, Please. taking Waters. off her clothes. Is there a <laughs> private bath? It, it is a private bath. They just wanted to know if they could wash you. <laughs> is is it locked? I mean, they could post an attendant at the door. Do that. Damn. Right away. They, uh, they quickly reset the bath and have an attendant posted outside the door. To not allow anyone entry. Sol kind of leans in before you go in and is just like, are you sure you don't want me to help? Yes, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> I doesn't want you to see her I can, gross B scales. I can, <laughs> I, I, can, I can bathe myself. I know you can. I just, you know, wanted to help, like, maybe, you know, trim your hair or something. Make you look nice for when we go get more people. No, for I'm her. fine. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm fine. So you're like, what is that? Yeah. What is, I don't have one of What is that? Yeah. Soul's ears just kind of go down, but they like kind of do like a nod. Okay, I understand. Like, <laughs> kind of trudges off back to Marcus. Vera! Vera's taking her bath by herself. Lavette went to her own room, even though I, I thought we all shared a room. Do we? But I. No, I thought the point of the hotel was that we have our own rooms, so it's yeah, more private. And we yeah, you'd have your own rooms if you so desired. Oh, Because gotcha. yeah, last time we were all crying and stuff. Um... Okay, so I'll <laughs> bust out Archie and talk to him about stuff, but we'll let other people go first. Okay. So I was going to look over to Marcus and just be like, can I stay in your room tonight? Absolutely. Okay. The bed's mostly all yours. I'm going to meditate for a bit, but like... You know, I just wanted to make sure to watch out for you, and you know, we got each other's backs and stuff. Aww. Yeah. And then Sol goes over to like the front desk and informs them that we only need three rooms, so that they don't like have one marked off 
and like aren't able to get someone to buy a room or something. I want them to just still make income. <laughs> so yeah, me and Marcus head off to the room and Sol kind of like meditates for a while, but does like intermittent like opens their eye to like make sure Marcus is still there. <laughs> yeah. All right. <clears throat> so the night passes with uh, no major problems. It's now the next morning. Tuesday, the 16th of October. What are you guys doing? Sleeping. Um, I was asking if we had any dreams before my internet died, other yeah. than Marcus. Actually, strangely enough, uh, the only the only one of you that has a dream that's really that interesting or, or worth noting actually is Marcus. What? Dun, dun, dun. Marcus, you have... You wake up the next morning having experienced a dream. I wrote this down somewhere. Hold on. Marcus, you see a series of uh, pictures, of visions. You see uh, a halfling woman. You see a couple of young halfling children. You see a hole built in the side of a hill with a nice little round door on it. You see a, a pathway. You see a road that leads to hills, that leads to forests, that leads to mountains, that leads to valleys, that continues on. You can see a rolling field that stops abruptly. And past where it stops, it's just gray and, and still. It's unmoving. You, you see yourself moving toward this until when you cross into that area, suddenly everything is black and white. You continue going through this dark, plain wasteland until eventually you see a figure standing in front of you. The figure is tall, wearing all black, no features on it whatsoever, and it reaches out an, an arm toward you. You walk up to it, and then that's when you awake. I hope you're here to hear that. We all know Marcus's backstory, except Marcus. Oh, shoot. No, sorry. I, I was muted. I heard all that. It's, oh, that is so cool. For, for me, that's phenomenal, phenomenal character building. Kudos. Okay. Congratulating me. Jesus, dude. Uh, Marcus sits up with a very, very hard startle. Soul is immediately at your bedside. You okay? What's up? You okay? You alive? You breathing? <laughs> I think I just saw my wife and kids. I'm sorry, what? I saw my wife and kids. They're real? I was I was I was there. I saw them. I was there oh. and I was here. I saw some something all black. Uh, bearded, could I discern any facial features at all? No, none. It was wearing a hooded robe of some form. I saw something. Did you say he pointed? He reached an arm out toward you, and you walked up closer. And that's where the dream ended. More research! Uh, oh! I give the whole clear, uh, as crystal clear detail to Soul so that I don't forget anything. You have children? Yes. And a wife? Yes. Oh. <laughs> Me as a player is unsure. I didn't I, know you had children. I explained. Remember how I said I couldn't remember her face? Yeah. All, a lot of memories start flooding back, and I just start uh, gushing all things that I know and uh, about everybody. Soul has just been, kids, like, staring at the floor but listening. <laughs> this was See? real, right? Maybe. You, you had no, 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 kids. I'm asking, I'm asking. You and me right here, right now? Yes. This. Us. This is real, correct? I'm sorry, what do you mean by this? 
<laughs> this uh, where I am sitting. Okay. Um. Is this a dream or not? What is dream? What does that mean? <laughs> real life. Yes, it is. I'm here. I, I'm, I'm real. Is As this I'm thing between us you, real? I saw them. I don't know if they were real. I don't leave, please. I need some concrete for right now. Do not leave. I, you, you cheated on your wife and you had kids. You have children. <laughs> please don't leave. I, I need something concrete to hold to. Not so Sol like, kind of has like, like their hands clasped on their face and their eyes are just tearing up and they just keep looking back and forth like really confused and they're just like I'm not I'm not leaving but please I need something I can trust I need something that can that will be here with me I need to figure this out can you stay with me until everything until we figure this all out Sol um, silently nods and just kind of kneels down beside the bed and just kind of has their face in the fabric because they can't they can't look at you right now but they're not going to leave they're very conflicted <laughs> you're conflicted oh yeah <laughs> they are <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> we're just we're just one big room this is the conflicted room this is the conflicted room this is Jesus the conflicted Christ. room I, I am Aww. the kind of clean work room. And, and what is Levette's room? What is Levette's room? Levette, are you still alive? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, though, her room hasn't been touched. I don't even think that she slept in the bed. She just slept, slept slumped in the corner. I think that's what she did last time, too. Yeah. But she well, slept she didn't on, Archie, on Archie, and then Archie, Archie like, time. balled yeah, up, and then, like, she had a crick in her neck because she was just on a ball. <laughs> Beardy, way to bravo! No, 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 no! You've not even got part of it. Like that—that that was a snippet, dude. You, there's nothing. There's nothing there. You gotta uh, keep searching, buddy. Whenever Marcus and Soul decide to get out of the room, Soul's eyes are bloodshot, and they just look so fucking depressed. <laughs> is it the next morning then? Yeah, it's the next morning. Yep. What's eating you? I don't know why people cheat, and it's really bugging me, I guess. That's the plain and simple version. The more complex version takes way too long to explain right now. Have an answer for yourself. It's not something I've given a lot of thought into. Yeah, well, I didn't think I'd ever have to deal with it either, but like, where are we are to know? Do you want me to get you some breakfast? Did you want to come down the stairs or something? No, I'm gonna make it myself. <laughs> <laughs> I, and the tears I, are gonna add that just. Don't think you should do that. I think the staff here might get. Uh, I stand up in front of the staff. I'm going to make breakfast in your kitchen now. <laughs> Same. Oh boy. They, what do uh, they do? They look terrified about this, and they and they ask that please, can we just make you food? Like, just, just tell us. We'll make you anything you want. Soul's ears just go down, and she's like, fine, I'll go make it at Siva's place. <laughs> they look... They look oh, see, no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 we make it, we'll make an order here, and so we bring it with us, and it, and it will be super satisfactory, but for the cooking experience, we can take care of more. You can cook somewhere else, too. Soul's not really much of a pusher right now. They're more of a command and see if I get things. <laughs> oh, 
So they're just seeing what people will give them right now because they're very upset and they're n- they don't have like the will right now to like actually push for it. But they're just like, just give me my thing or else I'm gonna pal more. <laughs> so Soul kind of mutters, like, fine, I'll go make it at Siva's place. What do the staff do? Well, one of them, when they hear that, one of them faints. <laughs> <laughs> you can well, make the breakfast for everyone else. <laughs> I want to get better. They're they're caught by a nearby coworker and laid down on the ground. Very <laughs> like, oh, very well. Whatever you whatever you say, whatever you like. Um, and then they, they they rush off to to create something for everyone else. Uh, Soul just kind of has their arms crossed and like we're waiting for the food. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, aren't you are making? Are we swimming? Are we? Swimming no, I'm gonna make some at Siva's place. Gotcha. Soul's just pouting, <laughs> and it's adorable. That's great. Is it? Because <laughs> you're also like distraught oh, no, right see, now. No. Yeah, okay. like yeah. their eyes are bloodshot. They look like you look like a rat. I look like a fucking mess. <laughs> like I did not sleep, even though I did. Real talk, meta talk. Lavette was kind of like going to bed thinking, you know what? I'm gonna have a real talking to it with someone. Then comes out and sees that they've been crying. He's like, okay, not now. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, oh, no, um, no, I, I beg oh, your pardon. Oh. <laughs> Fine, I took care of that. Pouting, like, pouting, pout, adorable. Like, just sitting there, not when they're erect, but when they didn't, the pout, adorable. So, we're waiting for this breakfast to be made. Soul's kind of fidgeting, but it's slowly, like, regaining their, like, normalcy in the group. They just kind of needed to, like, simmer. Pretty much. And then, like, a loud sigh and just... (sighs) I'm sorry about that, guys. I was just... Oddly had a bad morning, so I'm I'm really sorry about my attitude. I'll do better. I found out Marcus had kids. (laughs) Levette does, like, a very slow head turn to Marcus. (laughs) (laughs) market goes what i didn't tell you you know somehow the idea that you ran you have a wife and kids and you ran off on a crazy adventure is the one part of your story i really do believe thanks okay sure Thanks, I guess. Soul is like contemplating how Lavette made a comment about how she's not surprised about Marcus's actions. <laughs> and then just kind of after breakfast comes out and everyone eats, unless anyone wants to add extra spice to that, Soul would probably be like, let's go see how Siva's doing this morning, shall we? Okay, so the party returns to the Heartstring Tavern probably by about mid morning. And Siva is sitting there at her normal stool. And she's got a, a paper on the on the the bar in front of her, a, like a, a, a series of letters that she's. Uh, I would rather Lovett goes first. <laughs> okay. <laughs> she's reading a, a series of letters uh, with sort of a, a um, kind of a flat expression on her face. Soul is not getting very close on this one. News from the font. She nods. She doesn't say anything. She keeps. She continues reading. <clears throat> I take that it is not good news. See that if the four of us could have made a major difference there, we would have stayed, I guarantee you. But we will do anything we can before we leave. 
She stands up, picks the letters up, and says, Come with me. I'm scared! <laughs> we is so hot. <clears throat> I'm scared! Soul's, like, got Marcus's, like, cloth and is just, like, in a, like, fist. Like, nervous. Like, I don't want to go in the room. <laughs> <laughs> They're almost, like, picking him up. Yeah, almost picking him <laughs> up. Careful, it's silk. What? No, it... Why aren't you wearing armor like a normal cleric? Because <laughs> I chase. Oh, boy. Yeah. They're in her normal All right, so you all gather into the room, and Siva sits down at her desk, sets the letters down, and says, That could have gone better. So what's the difficult stand? How bad did it go? The fort stands. <sighs> the losses, however, were... <clears throat> Extraordinary. Did they blink the origami? According to this letter, yes. Whatever figure was leading their forces was slain in single combat with with a heroic figure that arrived. Do we know who that was? The letters. Oh God, let it be Brad. The letters don't be say. Biff. I bet it's Biff. <laughs> Twenty bucks says it's Biff. <laughs> I was thinking it was, like, grow. I thought it was grow. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't think about yeah. that. Oh, whoops. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, huh. we fled like little... little... But, uh, but he also hates people who are in high elves, right? That's true. So, I don't know. What else? Kind of a dick. I mean, there is, like, some racism, but, like, he's gonna be a future diplomat. Gotcha. He's gotta look good. Oh, I don't know. I honestly don't know who it would be. Malin. <laughs> she did it according to these letters the fort still stands and according to my sources your your assistance was vital in the success of the defense Wait. so even though many died you still completed your mission she uh, points to a, a chest sitting on the table the, the, the table that Levette and Vera are sitting at there's a chest st- sitting on the middle of it she says that is your payment Soul has been like sweating bullets and saying very much. Wait, has but that chest been very... sitting there that whole time? What? Yes, yes, it has. Uh, I didn't notice that before you pointed it out. But you don't seem that. happy with us. I am going to pull out my gauntlet, kind of like shakily, and and flip my little switch to then a little uh, cord with a, a thing at the end comes out and pulls it the top of the chest will mm-hmm. cast open. Right. Okay. Uh, the chest pops open, and inside is uh, four sacks. Each one is tied with a bit of twine. Okay. Be, Marcus, be can you about mm, plating and zap. Say that again. The whole. You don't seem happy with us, though. I am. It's not that I'm unhappy. It's just reading, reading these numbers of losses are disheartening. May I ask what the numbers say? It was a near total defeat. It, it was a near total loss. Almost, yes. almost the entire standing army has been destroyed. What okay. The implications um, of this are not good for the, the nation as a whole, and not good for my business. Well, oh. what would what move would be good for your business next? I I'm not sure. I need I need time to think. That's understandable. Well. Uh, we are going to make a trip <clears throat> to the holy city. Uh, perhaps when we have returned. She nods and says that 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 would be fine. Thank you for your patronage. I'm gonna add some spice. 
and share Soul's thought process right now. Mm-hmm. And it does not paint them in a good light. <laughs> <laughs> so Soul, kind of being raised in the slightly racist family and village elves and shit. They're like instinctively like, oh, the loss of life. That's really sad. But at the same end, it's kind of like, oh, but isn't this like the world's way of like taking care of overpopulation anyways? So, (laughs) yup. (laughs) You know, what's interesting is that you've mentioned before how Soul is starting to think that Levet is evil. Well, without knowing that Soul thinks Levet is evil, after the fucking fort, Levet is starting to think that Soul is evil. Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) I, I, I can believe that. A little less like a cartoon villain and more like, am I being, like, manipulated? Am I getting into, a, like, an abusive relationship type of thing? <laughs> I, I think that uh, Lovett's stance on the fort was one of the truly, like, redeeming things in Vera's eyes. Because mm-hmm. even though Vera wasn't going to stay, like, that was the first, like, completely, like, selfless kind of thing that Lovett did. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, Vera's thinks that Lovett's more more elf than gnome. Like, oh, shit. And how they act. <laughs> that's some hard shade from Vera. Yeah. Oh, right, yeah. That's a bad thing for Vera. That's right. <laughs> Always so, like, wait, so... for druids, that's good. But... That's, <laughs> yeah. Not for a Vera. Nope. Aloe Vera. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> Has Vera met any other gnomes? Uh, <laughs> I don't think they even knew gnomes were a thing. So. <laughs> You're like, like what I, is I think... wrong with this halfling? I, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's, you're just a really small halfling. And then I was like, I didn't know they got this small. <laughs> like, she's very tall for a gnome, though, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. but still, it's like, wow. It's a small one. Who, who is this child with a robot? <laughs> Why is this allowed? What are, are the laws? <sighs> okay, so how much gold was in that chest? Uh, if each sack contains 3,000 gold pieces. Okay. Are you going to distribute that, or should we do it? I have it uh, in your inventory already. I can distribute it right now if you'd like. Sure. I think we all want to do that, right? Boom. Yeah. Well, I guess it's shopping day to go get some silver. Am I right, guys? Man, recover from that shit. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I guess I'm going to go enchant my heavy crossbow. So, you guys get paid. You each get 3,025 gold after we split what's in the party's inventory. And... What would you like to do next? Any, any, I... any more conversation with Siva, or were you going to leave? <clears throat> oh, Siva is well-versed in the magical things. Can I ask Siva about me? i just like to see if they have outside of golden, go see Golden Dragon. Um, Siva like, starts hearing what you have to say, and she kind of interrupts you, and she's like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not like a physician. <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, Siva's a sorcerer. Yeah. So sorcerers aren't like scholarly like, people. They don't. Gosh. They don't like study books and shit. They just they're they have inborn magical innate abilities. They don't. Um... They don't actually like study magic or study history. They they just exist. They're so, just or... better than regular people. They're they're like those fourteen year old artists. Yeah. And deviant art. Like how do you how do you get to be like good? And they're like, I just did it. I self-taught. Like self-taught. I just did it, and it, that's picked how it up looks. a pencil. What? Is yeah. Hard. Right. Exactly. They're they're just they're they're people with natural gifts. So or, you know they could be raised to like be one. Yeah. 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 Anyway, 
I have a question for Siva. Yes. But well, I have a question for Beardy first. What was the name of that organization that that Karis was from? Uh, she called it the Order of the Black Tome. I'm going to ask Siva if she knows anything about that. She said she's heard of it before. It's some kind of like it's some kind of extremist death cult. Hmm. But they're not really. They've never they've never gotten in the way of the syndicate. Everyone looks over at her. <laughs> Joking. You may want to be anyway. So they've never, they've never like been a major issue that Siva has had to deal with. Like they're well, just, they're just one of another dozen like extremist religious factions. Really? They never have to well, be an issue. We should find a way to militarize them, and then the whole problem is over. Yeah, just cut the Hydra's head off. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm saying replace the army with a bunch of. Well, I mean, it's like we complicate things, but still, certainly yeah, lots of them. Sorry about the pooping, Archie's back. Oh, out. okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was just kind of like, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna go to the Holy City, maybe take care of a couple rat problems, you know, vampire bats and such. Vampire rats? Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna do that. Vampirates? Vampirates. 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 Siva, Siva thanks you all for your assistance and uh, continues like going over the letters she received. Uh, before we leave, Sol just kind of like gives her a shoulder a squeeze with her hand, and then nods, and then like heads out of the room. Yeah. Uh, all right. So as you guys leave that room, oh, yeah. As you're walking out of that room into the main area, the doors to the building swing open, and you see this person. Aw, cute. She's so cute! Oh, <laughs> look at that little baby. So, you see Karis again, this time wearing a Mage Academy school uniform. Oh, <laughs> so cute! Oh. She's adorable. Sol happily, like, runs up to see her. You look so cute! Look at your little outfit! Oh, and the belts! I love them! <laughs> she, like, takes two steps back. Like, thank you. <laughs> and then Sol like looks back at the rest of the group and is just like, "Come on, compliment how cute she is." So it's, it's nice. <laughs> Marcus is conflicted. Yeah, it, it actually wasn't that hard to get oh, enrolled. I've been That's right. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> oh, <no>. Shit. <laughs> well, we haven't been knowingly talking over you. Sorry. Yeah, I know. I was like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "All right, this isn't normal." <laughs> so what is Levette saying? Yeah, what is Levette so, saying? Well, she was really excited. I, I was like doing like the speeches, like, "Oh, I think it's you." So but, you're uh, both like berating her at the same time. No, like, no, no, we're not. I'm not saying that she looks so cute, but I'm like, I'm like saying she looks really snapping. And it's a uniform reminds me of uh, another time, but it, it looks very nice on you. She uh, she thanks you and uh, says that it actually wasn't that hard to get into the academy. I expected I expected it would take a bit more trying, but all I had to do was throw a few spells around, and the next thing I know, I was given a bunk and a dorm and this uniform and told to report to Aww. classes. I'm oh, so I... proud of you. Now, when it comes to magic school, you got to make sure to go to the classes. <laughs> yes. In fact, they have a uh, organized study guide uh, in weekly formats that I could 
uh, to show you. It's just an, uh, <laughs> my obsession log, and I figured towards the beginning I have mm. like her old schedules that are like really regimented. So right. looks slightly insulted. Karis, uh, <laughs> Karis uh, walks over and sits down at the nearest table. How dare you move me, Beardy? Oh. Sorry, I, it was fine. I'll move Karis there. Fine. You wanted to look at her butt, or no? I just didn't want him to move me. Sorry, God. So huh. uh, Karis sits down at the table and uh, uh, starts looking over your your note taking study guide. And uh, I'm just going along with like. Lovett's in like full on tutor mode right now mm. so I'm just like running through everything and giving her way more information than she definitely needs uh, Saul hates this you, you get the feeling that, that she is understanding everything you're saying like even as fast as you can go like she's, she's picking up all of it oh well well I'm not surprised about that because otherwise I wouldn't go that fast I just didn't think about it <laughs> But I mean, you know how gnomes can get. You know, they, mm-hmm. they start talking and going really fast and explaining lots and lots of details. And you you don't get the slightest hint that Karis is confused about anything you're saying. Does she seem bored by it? Uh, not quite. Okay. Not yet. <laughs> Vera does, and Vera starts throwing uh, spears at the uh, target. Oh, she does. That's <laughs> yeah. fun. I thought uh, you were gonna say you start throwing <laughs> up. I'm like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> just throwing up, honey. It's like, God, stop talking about math. <laughs> math. <laughs> Sol looks very annoyed by like the severity of this like educational talk. <laughs> also, you're like going to be like, oh, this is how you do, it. and then Lovette is totally like, no, this is how you do it. <laughs> <laughs> and like, so many like factors into that has just like annoyed Sol so much. Just like, are you fucking kidding me? Look at you, Miss Prestige. Fucking good at everything in all your schools. I bet you had honors. <laughs> Val Victorian! There's going to be such an interesting talk between them in the future when they finally just talk about school. <laughs> I've been waiting for that moment since pretty much since the campaign started. Really? Oh, yeah. That's good. That's fun. Saul is pissed. Like, not like, like a would take their aggression out on something, but they're just, like, not looking at anything in particular, just kind of like... <laughs> so, since Levette's kind of taken over that conversation, Sol has gone to watch uh, Vera over and shoot, shooting, or throwing her spears over at a target. Okay. So I'll, I'll give Sol one of the spears as well. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Karis is, seems to be pretty familiar on the, the, the aspect of and fairly comfortable with the studying and academic side of things but she starts asking questions about the more social side of dynamics so she's like so she, she asks questions about like so are the other students are they like her rivals does she does she have to like also compete against them she doesn't really oh understand how like grading works she doesn't understand if it's like a, if it's a zero-sum system so like, oh boy, Lovett's an interesting person to ask these questions she, to. She explains that like back in the in the order, in order to advance, you had to defeat your rivals, uh, either shame them or dominate them in some way. Oh and God! She, she asked Lovett like strategies for dominating her her new schoolmates. I confirm that that's pretty similar to my school experiences. Um, so that sounds about right to me. 
you, you see Soul like slowly turn towards the conversation with just a what the fuck <laughs> look in their eye. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Levette, did you did you just say that domineering people was normal in your schooling? Well, they mean it's pretty competitive. Competitive, yes, but at the same time, you don't want to like hurt people, right? I don't mean physically. I just mean outperforming them and, and making them feel bad about it. So I'm sorry. What? Well, I'm not saying that it's a that you should that is a good thing to do, but she should be prepared. It will definitely happen, right? Soul is like hugging themselves in like horror, and just like look. I know someone who put all of their education really forward. It was really amazing. Did everything he could to be at the top of magic. But he didn't become the best person either. Um, it's always good to be kind of wary of your surroundings and try to make friends where you can. And that could actually help you... A lot, along with your studying. Like, you, being friendly but, but, as well as being efficient are two really good things. Oh, but I certainly agree. You definitely want to make allies, and you want to treat everyone as though they are already your ally, but you don't need to trust them too much the way. Uh. <laughs> so, is, so, is the purpose of the Academy not to learn magic? It is. You want to be as efficient as you can be, but... Maybe not think of as destroying enemies or anything like that, but rather working together in the same goal of being the best you can be. Karis kind of big Kara, smile. Karis kind of takes that in and sort of processes it for a little bit. I like how Karis is far more receptive to Lovett's version than the Soul version. <laughs> like don't be being nice. Huh? I don't know about that. Why don't I just crush your enemies? I mean, crush your rivals. Then they they're not, then they're not a threat. Exactly. I mean, as long as you don't have ill will, like being the best that you can be, like being the best magic user isn't wrong as long as you're not doing anything in malice. Having a kind heart and a strong will are both two important things, but balancing them may be even more important. Well, as as long as it doesn't get in the way of of learning everything, I I need to learn everything. You will, yeah. I believe in you. So yeah, so, I don't think you'll have much trouble learning. Just make sure that you learn the rules, that you follow the rules, and that you don't do anything that you would regret. All right. And learn all the magic. All thank, the good magic. Thank you for sharing you know, your study guide. You know what's the strongest oh, magic? It's my pleasure. So, like, looks over at Marcus and is like, Marcus, don't say it. I, I look at Marcus too, and I have a spear in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> It does come to mind, actually, now that I think about it, that it probably is, it's written neither Gnomish or Elven, so I don't even know if she could have read it. I'm just like, well, here, look. She's a smart kid. Uh, Karis answers your question, Marcus, and says it's it's the primordial creation. The, uh. the, the primordial duality of creation and destruction. Uh, okay. <laughs> Soul is, like, wow, sweating a, a little bit. Than I was gonna say. It's the duality on which all... Th- existence sprung from. Soul kind of turns back over to her and is just like, so, about the thing we talked about the other night, you said you had to sleep on it? Can what I thing? talk to you about it? What, what are you talking about? A uh, thing. 
Does he do lose the last private. of us? No. No. Okay. Can can I just talk to you in another room real quick and see if if you don't have any other thoughts on the thing we talked about? That's fine. But if you do, would like to hear your opinion. Okay, so it's fine to have like private talks. I understand that, but you don't need to wave it around in front of everyone like this. Lavette, it wasn't about you. No, okay? but I'm just saying you. This is rude. Soul looks over at Vera. Was I being rude? What? What are you? What are you talking about? Oh Jesus! <laughs> Soul looks over at Marcus. Was I being rude? <laughs> Uh, he's out to lunch. <laughs> I, I wasn't being rude. <laughs> Beardy, you there? Yeah, I'm here. What's up? Oh, I was asking Karas if she had any more thoughts about the conversation we had the night before when we were traveling. Okay. You, once you, when you ask everyone else around the table if they're if you were rude, you look back to Karis, and she's sort of like looking above you and to the right at something that isn't there, and she's sort of, like, nodding as if she's hearing someone else talk. Um, Soul kind of, like, fidgets a bit, but, like, doesn't want to make a big issue of where she's looking or anything yet. Also, you're the only one who's... Yeah, I was the only one that heard her talking to herself. Quote-unquote, herself. Herself, quote-unquote. So, yeah, any thoughts on that? She, She, like, snaps back to reality. I'm sorry, what? I was wondering if the conversation we had the other night, if you had any more thoughts on that. Uh, um, which which conversation in, in particular? I, I'm sorry. Oh, the, the one I asked you about uh, with the whole souls thing. That I could maybe talk to you about privately. <laughs> if you had any more thoughts on it, that I- is. I can speak to you privately, but I, I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't remember exactly what you were referring to. Yeah, why don't we just go in the other room? Sure, she gets up from the table. Great. I don't know why Soul goes to this room instinctively. Okay, you uh, walk to the kitchen. <laughs> Alright, I, uh, I bring her in, and I'm like, hey, so remember when we were talking about Marcus maybe not having the right soul in him? I mean, that's, oh, I mean, that's kind of laughable. How would you get the wrong soul in you, first of all? Uh, That's what we're trying to figure out. I mean, it's theoretically possible if someone were to, say, take a soul jar, steal one person's soul, and then swap it with someone else's soul, but that would require some pretty advanced necromantic power, uh, and would also, what would be the point? Yeah, I, I don't know what the point would be. We're tr- I'm trying to figure out why. A lot of whys. I mean, any, any ideas on your own? <laughs> I mean, it, it, it's it's impossible for someone to not have a soul. I think I yeah. I think I remember mentioning that. Uh, I mean, yeah. if he could, I mean, if, if he didn't have a soul, he wouldn't be able to do things like talk or or laugh. And I've seen him do both of those things. So he definitely has a soul. I just don't think it's the one that was originally in his body. Then whose is it? Because it's 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 memories and and would be tied to his. I mean, it, if it was someone else's soul, then he wouldn't. I mean, he would remember a different life, or at least the life the the life that he remembered and his body would be from different places. So can so can I just not... talk to him about this? I feel like it would be quicker. Oh, okay. Is something wrong? Okay. 
I just don't want to freak him out. He's been freaking out a lot, and I feel like he's just going to explode if he does. I mean, and I, I don't really I have was... anything to help. I mean... Please freak him out. <laughs> maybe maybe knowing a bit more will give him peace of mind. Okay, I'll go grab him. Just a second. I'll be here. Marcus! How are the kitchen staff responding to all this? The kitchen staff <laughs> have no idea what's going on. Just imagine they hear you talking okay. about someone without a soul, and they're just like, what the fuck? You Scary, want... please tell me you are listening okay. currently. I just want to make sure he hears his fucking okay. thing. So, you guys, <laughs> when you walk back into the kitchen, you see Kara standing next to, like, a blueberry pie. And she's, like, <laughs> she's like talking in, like, a hushed whisper. And you can hear her say, like, I, I know you don't... It, I know you don't remember what it tastes like. I'm not... I'm not just going to eat a blueberry pie for you. <laughs> They're coming back. Soul goes over to the pie, uh, looks over mm. at the staff, and is just like, "Do you mind if I take one of the slices, please?" They say, "Oh no, right." They they, they kind of get out of your way. Soul serves up a pie slice for her. Here you go. Uh, thank thank you, but I'm not really hungry. Yeah. But you might just want to try a taste, at least. She kind of, like, looks at you warily and, uh, and takes the Are slice. Are you allergic to blueberries? <laughs> she, she looks at you warily and takes the slice and eats a bite of it. Just one bite. She, uh, she takes a bite of it and hands, uh, hands the rest of it, or so it sets the rest of it back, and she mm-hmm. kind of, like, makes a look, like, somewhere on the other side of the room as if to say, there, are you happy now? <laughs> Soul finishes the pie. <laughs> just like continues to eat it. It's just like, no, go ahead and tell Marcus. Where, where did everyone go? <laughs> go ahead and tell Marcus what you were telling me. Is it, did we get confirmation that he's even here and hearing this? Yeah, I don't know if Scurry's here. Oh, he's Jesus. uh out to lunch, it seems. Okay. Lavette is sitting there with her arm on like the back of the chair, like, wow, there's a lot of weapons inside. Oh. Why is it they that huge axe? <laughs> you think they'd remove them after? Yeah. I mean, it does look kind of cool like this, but I imagine it gets in the way. Oh, it also always looks very imposing, having free-range weapons just kind of lying about. You know, maybe it's just a sort of tactic, because you know how this place is. Maybe they go grab some if something goes down. Maybe. I think it'd be under the tables, then. Good, good slow, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make an attack and try to hit. We're gonna see how well I do. We'll see how sarcastic that good throw was in retrospect. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Let's see. Uh... Point blank shot. There we go. This should be a pretty easy throw. Yep. You uh you land it in the second to most inner, like just the innermost ring, is what you landed in. Yeah. Nice job. Thank you. One eternity later. Had to run off. Charlotte was having a nightmare. Had to... <laughs> Has anybody ever woken up and like tears are streaming from your face? But like it's not allergies. It's not. There's nothing in your eye. But like your eyes won't stop producing tears. I'm pretty sure that's lupus. Thanks, <laughs> 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 WebMD. 
All right. Last I saw, uh, I heard you guys talking. You were in. So the last thing that you need to know is that you got brought into the kitchen to talk privately with Karis. Oh dear. All right. So Karis looks to Marcus and then looks back to Sol. So, what do you want me to tell him? Um, (laughs) I'm eating my pie. Um, so tell him what you think about people having a different soul in their body. Okay. So it's it's technically possible to put someone else's soul in someone else's body. Uh, if you were to use something like a soul jar or maybe some high-level necromantic magics, it, you could use it to move souls around. It's quite difficult and kind of expensive, though, and there's not really much point to it because what, what would you really have to gain by moving souls around? Um, it would essentially be like body hopping, I guess, but why would anyone need to do that? Also, yeah, if you, Marcus. If you Sorry. if you had someone else's soul, then that's essentially your your animus, right? So that would be your memories and your thoughts. But you say that you remember having a life as a halfling, and that's also your body. So you you can't have someone else's soul, right? But what if it was another halfling? I mean, I guess if it was another halfling, but huh. Marcus is thinking. But like I was saying, it would be expensive and difficult, and there's not really much point to it. I mean, there's cheaper ways to live forever, if 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 this is like a means to immortality. Can someone have two souls together at all? Two souls together. That would be complicated, but I suppose it's feasible. But it would you would have a constant vying for control over the body. Okay. Could you imagine? She sort of grits <laughs> her teeth a little bit. I feel like I uh, could learn a lot from someone like that. It'd be very interesting. Annoying, more like. Yeah? Having everything you do get second-guessed. <laughs> I imagine it would be very stressful. Sol's kind of, like, leaning against, like, the counter and just, like, has a bit of an amused face and is just listening. Uh, what would be worse, if the two souls were strangers or if they were uh, closer? Like sisters, maybe. She, uh... She she looks very uncomfortable. She's like, I think I think I need to go. Wee 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 wee. Sorry about that. I was just curious about all of it. I really want Marcus to feel better in the end. As do I. I'm sure you do. Uh, one sec. Okay. You know what they always went in the kitchen for? They just they just down back there. They just kind of like just left. Yeah, they've been gone for a while. I mean. Soul has, like, snuck out of places before. Did they ditch us? They ditched us! It's like the entire... Half the group. We may as well just stay out here. Yeah, they could have just had us go eat somewhere. Hey, Bill, do you want to go somewhere? (laughs) Like, like where? I don't know. I feel like we don't talk that much. I guess. (laughs) Don't know how long they're going to be in there. Uh, what's, what kinds of things do you do during the day? Hmm. Look for followers of, uh, Melly. Oh, right, you have to take culture care of them. How's that going? We could, we could go, uh, what Did you that? actually just call the cult? <laughs> uh, In oh. very brief passing, maybe. Oh, oh, what? What? You call it? I did. I said, so you have that thing going on. With the, with the bees and all that. Is that correct? The hive is no cult. Let me get I... that straight. So, okay. <laughs> uh, so. and, I, and I'll turn back to the board and just throw another spear into it. Give me a roll. You throw another one. This one lands in the same ring, but on the opposite side of the bullseye. 
Uh, Damn it. So, that's a no one it's a good shot. <laughs> or are you hoping to, like, do the Robin Hood thing where you, like, slice yeah. it right through <laughs> the middle? Yeah, so now uh, Vera's just, like, steaming. Okay, like so a pile that's, of shit. that's a no one's only the hangout thing. Yeah. Well, I, well <laughs> that's what you it's get. Like, it's like, oh, I'm gonna go to my robot. Pop down and find oh, like the man. guest room. <laughs> Poor Levette. Oh my god. Uh. And that's why it's important to choose your words. Oh, yeah. Well, well, here's the thing: is Kenny and I were talking about that. I'm like, if someone calls it a cult. I'm sure Vera's not going to take that well. No, I'm so <laughs> glad this happened, because if they, at least they have a dynamic now. Yeah. Okay, was Marcus going to say anything to uh, Karis, other than... Marcus asks them... So, Marcus uh, it explains to her about all his... What he knows. The dreams, the all that kind of stuff. Okay. Even the how you feel in villages? Especially that. So... Okay, so she hears that part, and she hears about the 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 dream, which was really like you specifically the dream, specifically the okay. dream. Yes. So she hears about you dreamt of uh, your family, of your home, and then of a long road. She says, "Where where does the where do you think the road leads?" I don't know. Is the problem? Um, so a, a, a beardy, just so I, if mm-hmm. I'm clear on the dream. Yes. It was family. Mm-hmm. See the house and essentially mm-hmm. just road. Am I yep. facing the road, facing towards them, or going backwards, or facing away from? Them? F- facing away from them, heading away, uh, following this long road through different kinds of terrain until eventually you get to a place that's nothing black and white, and everything is just a wasteland. <clears throat> and there, in that wasteland, you see a black figure who reaches out toward you, and you approach them, and then the dream ends. To me, that just screams the classical death scene. Death motifs, right? Um, so, so I that and in doing so, I explained to her the dream. If you were to take it at face value, sounds as if you were to explain how somebody experiences death. So, what's what's the first thing you remember? You said your your memory is spotty. What's the first thing you clearly remember? Being outside of the uh, tavern in what? Well, uh, the the one. Edge. In... It, we, we were in Edge. In Edge? Along the Edge? <laughs> no, the town is called Edge. Oh, duh, sorry. <laughs> in Edge. I remember being in Edge. Entering into Edge, rather. Near the Deadlands? Yes. Does that sound Does that sound like the place that you could have seen in your dream? Sounds very familiar. There was color in the Deadlands, though. There was a little bit of color. It wasn't, like, black and white. And there certainly was a big hooded figure. Wasn't the Deadlands like basically black? It was and white? pretty much gray scale. Yeah. Gray scale. Yeah. It, Maybe it, a slight sepia tone. Yeah. No. But... The, yeah. The, the, the definitely there was a there was a color muting there. Uh, colors were were not as vibrant and uh, right. There was like a, just a like it was like certain laws of reality were just suspended there. So was time apparently. Yeah, and so time, time is in some places. Yeah. So it sounds like the Deadlands. Um, very similar to the Deadlands. What, who, you seem to be, and this is begrudging of uh, Marcus because he's not a huge fan of necromancy. You seem to know about death. <laughs> Any idea who that figure she was? She smiles slightly. I think I think the figure might have been an entity that that lives there, or well, exists there. Lives is 
an inappropriate word for the situation. Oh, shit. <laughs> huh. Okay. Well, we kind of killed Duncan, so I hope it's not him. Perhaps this dream is less philosophical and more literal. Do I have a, a do I have a, a block? Do, is there a am I having a, do I have a mental block of what happened? I mean, like you said, the first thing you remember is being outside the tavern. Like the first thing you clearly remember, like you 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 have a you remember a life before that, but then you also remember uh, you know this other life now as well. So you you remember yes. being like the the chief what high magister or no the, the the high priest of a of a fledgling nation, but you also remember a wife and kids in a hobbit hole, you know. Down a long road from the Deadlands. Huh. Kira says that you... the, the figure could be anything without any description of knowing what that is. It just seems like a shape. But there are quite a few powerful beings that exist in that place. Do you, do you know of... Uh, do you have anybody... <clears throat> she shakes her head no. Do you know of anybody that might? She shrugs. Ugh. I Sorry, not... I not, think not, we're not, at a dead end here, Marcus. Ah, uh, I see what you did there. <laughs> Karis laughs. Huh? Karis chuckles. Huh? huh? Okay, but I'm, I'm going to give you a Marcus chuckles, too, because as, as, as distraught as it is, he still has a sense of humor. Accidental joke goes over Soul's head. Uh, Marcus will never miss an opportunity to laugh at his own jokes. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a dad. Of course he will. It's the way it goes. Hmm. Oh, don't take Good that point. tone of voice with me. It was funny. Uh, right. Anyways... <laughs> There seems to be a lot in the Deadlands. Who do we know that knows the most about the Deadlands? No one anymore. That happened uh, 700 years ago. How old do dragons normally live for? Oh, dragons? Um, that's not really the area of my studies, but easily over a thousand. Hmm. Hmm. Well, we already know where we need to go for you eventually anyways. Then, yeah, but this is filling in a lot of the edges of the puzzle, and she, I think the dragon's going to fill in the center. Uh, Karis kind of like looks, stares blankly off into space, and like starts starts like as if she's reading from a book in her own mind uh, of the longevity of various races. It, it it sounds like straight out of an encyclopedia, uh, and she like starts laying out how it's like, oh, elves live this long, dwarves live this long. Um, and she gets and, and she's like working away from like shortest to longest, and she gets to the longest lived creatures, and she's like. Dragons have been known to live up to 3,000 years at their oldest, and Serpentes are, have never been known to die of old age. Serpentes? Hildy. Oh. I think we need to go see Hildy. Okay. She's really cool. All right. Who? She kind of steps back, she kinda steps of back to reality. Race. Oh, you've seen one? Yeah. She's really nice. She has, she has the a best hut. teeth. <laughs> You both, like, chime in with something random about Hildy. <laughs> she helped us save some fae. You've all seen a lot of things. We're well-traveled. As they say, we get around. You sure do, Marcus. I give the finger guns. No, Soul I don't. does I don't, not I look don't. amused. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to see. I mean, we're heading in that direction anyways. So, because we gotta go kill a vampire. <laughs> she she kind of, like, smiles and she says, that... I'm so glad that you're helping me. Hey, not a problem. It's nice to help you. No one's, no one's really ever, no one's ever really helped me before. Well, we will. We're gonna hopefully take care of those. What are you guys doing in here? We're talking um, Vera. 
People need private moments sometimes. And eating Where blue- were and eating blueberry pie. Mm. Yeah, I, I did eat a pie. <laughs> <laughs> Is there something on it? I came out to uh, apologize for something. What, what's going on over here? No, you can apologize. Nothing. What? Nothing. Not to you. <laughs> <laughs> Marcus, Soul goes over to Marcus and just starts petting him again. It's, you know, we're going to figure it out. I told you we would. Remember, we got each other's backs. Is this something I need to apologize to Marcus for? (laughs) Do we know where we're going? Well, we're going to the Holy City, right? I thought we were going to Hildes. We're going to Hildes after the Holy City. We want to kill a vampire. I mean, I'd like to go to my temple if we can before. But it's after the Holy City. Yes, but we may, based on what we were attacking before, I think it might be uh, beneficial to enhance my weapon. Hildy might have something to help us kill them. Kill them. Uh, all right, all right, all right, guys. Okay. Does we'll go Christ to Hildy and much time? the temple before we go and kill an evil vampire. Well, I am in agreement with Sol. I don't think we have time for those. The guys might be a little bit more attacks. And oh, I have army. an idea. Sol runs over to Siva. Oops, that's Marcus. <laughs> Marcus runs over to Siva. Siva, 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 Siva. Sol throws Marcus across the room. <laughs> Wait, Sol do they go through this door. door here? They have outlawed halfling tossing in uh, areas of this country. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. It's true. It's just seen as a barbaric practice. Now they only throw gnomes. Uh, Ver- oh, Vera was yeah. raised in the woods. If she didn't know about any of those. Alright, uh, so, so you burst into the room and you startle Siva from her from the reports that she was reading. She sets them down. I'm what? so sorry! <laughs> About what? Um, well, bursting in. Should I be apologizing for more? You, okay. What, what, what do you need? What's going on? We've got this young wizard, maybe know some necromancy girl who just started in the wizarding school in this town and an evil vampire is trying to like kidnap her because he thinks she's like the next messiah or some shit and we want to go and kill him but my other two compatriots want to do a couple of stops before that so I just want to make sure that maybe I could rent out or hire someone to protect her in the meantime Look, it, she's a friend of yours? yeah what's her name? Karis she uh, right yeah, you did. Uh, she she writes it down, uh, and she says, "Do you have a physical description?" Uh, yes. She's got white hair, and and Soul starts to list off her uh, in her uniform, and then starts to describe what she looks like in her other cloak, mm-hmm. but without the symbol on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's just like, and then she's seventeen, and and she's human, right? Yeah, <laughs> and she's human. And that's that's about most. I mean, Could have said yeah, she looks pretty average, other than right the silver now. hair part. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, I'll have some people keep an eye out for her and make sure she stays safe inside the city limits. Oh, thank you so much. You're a lifesaver. She kind of gives you like a, a a half smile. You can tell that her mind is sort of elsewhere right now. Hey, um, is. Is there anything I could do to comfort you, maybe? You seem really bugged. She, she, uh, she sort of, sort of like, looks a little more uncomfortable. Um, I just, I have a lot on my mind right now. Uh, this, this situation is going to require uh, some careful planning. 
she she, she stands up from the desk and she takes she takes one of your hands and holds it and she says, "I really appreciate you being here, but uh, you have a you have a job to do and a person to help." Uh, thank you. Um, I'll hopefully won't be gone long. <laughs> I'll be waiting for you. She gives you a wink. Immediately, like the whatever like was like kind of a trace of a blush was just like full on red face. <laughs> Scar. I do believe the term would be scarlet. Yeah, and this will just like just pure anger. <laughs> <laughs> just like so. Um, thank you for everything, Zero. I'll see you in a little while. Okay, <laughs> You, you actually, as you leave, you hear Siva like chuckle for the first time since she received bad news. That's good. <laughs> he runs back. We're still standing in the doorway. Like, do we go in? What's going on? What are you guys doing? They're apparently all watching I- Karis eat a slice of uh, blueberry pie. <laughs> well, how did, how did you get out of the room? I pushed past you. <laughs> I was on a mission, but I got Siva to get some guards for her, so she should be fine in the meantime while we go do stuff. Sorry, when I get an idea, sometimes I get a little headstrong and just kind of do it. Any Anything we should know from secret conversations? Oh, yeah, we're trying to figure out if Marcus is real or not. <laughs> we already don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're trying to figure it out. You could have had this conversation out here. Well, you know, reaches, Marcus. Karis reaches over and grabs, like, I don't know, four or five strands of hair on Marcus's head and yanks them out. I think he's real. (laughs) Yes, but that's not what I... glares heavily. Mm. Watch out for simulacrums. Um, let's buy some silver weapons, guys, and then go to Mellifera's Temple, and then Hildy's Hut, and then go (laughs) kill a vampire, you know. The average day for us. (laughs) You got anything else, Levette? Because we're going on a trip for everyone, apparently. I think so. This is probably best just to slow, but I, oh, I will what about your compass? Like Sol kind of like shakes you like all excitedly. What does your compass say? What does it say? Ah, ah. <laughs> I don't know. Let me just wait. Okay. <laughs> okay. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. Open it. I'm doing that. What does it say? It is pointing due west. 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 Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay, I need to check something. I don't um, understand. I am all right. Well, what is uh? Do we have anything we were going to take care of? Do we have a plan? Where's the cart? Cart's the cart's park parked somewhere. somewhere. Okay. <laughs> cart's safe. About I'm going to take a quick trip around town, uh, figure something out, and then I will meet you all there. Sounds great. I'm going to head out, and I'm going to walk around the city with my compass out and see if it changes directions at any point. It pretty much points due west no matter where you are in the town. I'll go to the cart then after that. All right. got to buy silver shit. All right. You'd like to oh, buy yeah. some, some silver weapons of various types? Uh, Yeah. Is there any way that I could give Symphonia's wit like a silver edge of any kind, or would that not make sense? Uh, you can get something that may make it temporarily silver, called alchemical silver. Basically, it's a potion you can apply to a weapon that makes it count as silver for a certain amount of time. Mm. How long? Just steal a butter knife. <laughs> Just I don't know. Speaking of, you all level to five. Okay. Hey! Cool. So. 
For completing part I, you've leveled to five. Uh, I'm going to do either a rapier or a whip for my silver weapon. Good choice. You can't really silver a whip. <laughs> it's made of leather. Okay, then rapier Dude, it is. if you have a whip, you'll be... Also, do I need anything else other than silver on my weapon? Just buy a bunch of garlic. Uh, Just so buy see. a bunch of garlic. So a silver rapier would cost a 110 gold pieces. Okay, I'll do that. I would like to also uh, enchant my repeating heavy crossbow. How much is that going to cost me? Uh, enchanting a repeating crossbow with like a, what, a plus one? Uh, 2,000 gold. Okay. Is there such a thing as bottled sunshine? <laughs> <laughs> who, um, who do you ask? <laughs> beardy. <laughs> I mean, if you had like some sort of advanced magic item to bottle sunshine, but you have, yeah. no, you have nothing of the sort right now. I do not. Uh, actually, I have two bottles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to uh, grab... How much will two uh, silver long Actually, 95 gold. Okay. <clears throat> I'm excited about the rapier. I feel like that suits soul. How much for one of those silver potions, just in case? So, like, in case we're just going against the boss, really. <laughs> in case we're going against the boss. Yeah. How much is one of those potions? The potion is called Silver Sheen. It uh-huh. lasts for one hour, and it costs 250 gold. I'll buy one, just so I can put it on Symphonia's wit when we go against the big bad. Okay. So let me add one Silver Sheen. So go ahead and reduce your gold by 100 or by 250, please. Okay. And yes, I mean, Sheen is... Well. Are you, you're going to buy one as well? Yeah, I'm just going to add that into... I'll do the math on that. Okay, and I will add it onto your character sheet right there. Okay, so now you each have a uh, flask of Silver Sheen. All right, I took the gold out for two silver long spears. Wonderful. And the silver sheen. Ah! Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to Protagonist for the theme music and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Do so on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd, or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under Kanesha. Until next time. <laughs> <laughs>